This episode of the Three Dudes Podcast is brought to you by the Here and Now System, a Roger Sick Bastard product. Hey America, you talked and I listened with my gigantic muscular ears. Have you ever been at a party wanting to impress some infants or delirious old people? But you just didn't have the muscles to pull it off. You know what I'm talking about. America, lend me your ear. And in six weeks, your ears will be swollen to the fucking max. The ultimate hearing aid. Wiggle your ears with confidence. Move those muscles you've never moved before. Get the complete full body workout. Anyone can work their abs. Anyone can work their biceps. But it's the true champions that work their ears. Wiggling, wiggling, wiggling all fucking day. You've got to hear it to believe it. The wait is over, and we got the weights for you. These special glasses weigh 50 pounds. Put them on your face and feel your ears get stronger every day. And in six weeks, you'll be able to wiggle with the best of them. Use them to lift buckets. Use them to lift cans of paint. Use them to carry your wife's groceries. Wiggle with confidence with the here and now system. Wiggle those ears at all the nightclubs. You'll be swimming in so much pussy, you'll be in the Michael Phelps of eating vagina. You'll be swimming in more pussy than a dolphin in a pet shop. You'll be swimming in more pussy than Greg Luganis in a cat pool. In a, in a pool full of cats. You'll be eating more vagina than the cannibals of the South Pacific. Order in the next five minutes and receive this set of 100% lead 25 pound earrings absolutely free. Not only will it keep your ears in the shape that the here and now system guarantees, but you'll also get lead poisoning absolutely free. Did I mention the pussy? Call this number. 1-855-627-940-4921-888-888-79-1328. Offer not valid in all states, countries, or Canadian provinces. May cause lead poisoning, permanent hearing loss, severing of the ears from the head, and permanent virginity. Passerby on the street may remark upon your unusual appearance having muscular ear muscles. May cause vomiting, diarrhea, lead poisoning, radiation burns, morning sickness, bad breath, diarrhea, smallpox, chickenpox, forced genital mutilation, lung cancer, diarrhea, diarrhea, and death. Offer not valid in Arkansas or Manitoba. Three dudes, <laughs> and uh, I prefer titular. 
Yeah. Can we be the titular three dudes? I, I'm, I'm. The I, pony, the uh, the uh, pony tit tits. I'm, I'm more. Pony tits. Yeah. <laughs> the t- titular <laughs> eponymous. The epon- the I'm, I'm more of an eponymous. <laughs> Dad. So anyway, this is episode fourteen. Yep, it sure is. I am Slam, your host for this week. Uh, oh boy. And your our our topic is going to be uh, upcoming. Yeah. Shortly. Okay. I just got really nervous that you were going to make us do one of those things yeah, where it's like I'm Slam and I'm a ba 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 ba, and I'm already going, oh shit, what do I have to keep up with? I know. <laughs> it's actually frightening uh, how slow my brain works. Uh, I'm Slam and I shun the frumiest Bandersnatch. What? what? Uh, I'm, is I'm, that a thing? Jabberwocky. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm Ham, and uh, I really wanted your chocolate factory. <laughs> I'm, I'm Drog, and I'm illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that was as good as I was going to yeah, get. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how you doing? I'm. I'm. Uh, I feel strange. Uh, do you feel like, fucked? Like, I, I do feel kind of fucked. Um, no, I've been I've been sweaty and humid all day. Yeah, you know what? It's the air conditioning is finally starting to pour in. I thought it was nice in the house yeah. for a while, and then it got way, way too, too hot. hot. Yeah, and it yeah, happened in like a, the last two hours. Just a smidge. Yeah, just a smidge. Just, just those two degrees it climbed made me into like a sweating mess. Uh, see, I was yeah. golfing today, and it was cooler this morning with shorts on. You were golfing with the dad. I was golfing with Papa Brady. <laughs> 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 yeah, I kicked his ass. Did you really? Yeah, he hasn't been golfing in like a year and a half. Uh, let so. himself get rusty. I, yeah, I kicked his ass such as it is. I didn't play very well either. So, yeah. uh, so we open uh, our 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 session as always this with misadventure. Yes, with with uh, reasons why we are fucked, and we indeed are fucked this week. We, I assure you. Oh yeah, I I. I uh, I've been sitting on one for a few days now. Uh, someone uh, that I know. Uh-oh. Um, uh oh. This I, I I won't mention uh, names for the sake of what have you, but um, uh, their their uh, parents fell for a phone tech support oh, scam. No. no! We, we were just talking about this a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah we have mentioned this. Yeah. Um, Shit, no! Yeah, it's... Uh, Someone I know? No, no, no. Okay. No. Um, yeah, so they're they're working on getting their money back. It's, it, things are looking bright on that front. But um, How do you do that? Do you go through your, your bank or your card or something like that? I think your bank... Um, Is like fraud coverage a part of everyone's? Sure, yeah, I, I, to a degree. Yeah, your, I think your bank covers you for. They have to now. Yeah, okay. and I, th- I think for for these people too, they have some pretty good fraud coverage. Okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, tech support people will never call you at home. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, do not answer them. If you do, uh, make sure to fuck with them for as long as exactly. possible. <laughs> there are some phenomenal videos of that floating around oh, the internet sure. right now. Absolutely. The prevalence um, of phone scams is like crazy. It's right all now. over the place. Yeah. Uh, War Al, uh, one one of my uh, favorite Counter Strike players, he uh, he has a video where just like in the middle of a stream, he gets one of these calls. Oh my god! <laughs> and and fucks with this guy for like a solid fifteen minutes, pretending to be an old guy with a colostomy bag and <laughs> uh, uh, 
repeatedly going to Google instead of doing what the guy is telling yeah. him. Uh, One of the more insidious ones I saw recently was like a guy taking a call where a guy was claiming to have his son and had Jesus kidnapped him. Christ. Yeah, right? And the guy plays along, you know, oh, you, oh, you have my son, which one? Like, yeah. he's messing around. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy, he, then the guy won't give him a name, so he makes one up, and the guy goes, yeah, I have him. Yeah. It was, like, so silly. And he gets... <laughs> oh, that one. You get, that, that, that kid's a complete fuck-up. He's a real fuck-up. We don't like him. Just take him. That one, you know. But no, he, Good luck. <laughs> he gets so far as to have convinced the guy that he's gotten in the car and driven to the bank. Before he just unleashes on him, you stupid fuck! Of course I know you don't have my son, you dick! You're an <laughs> idiot. There's a place in hell for people like you, you son of a bitch. You know, and the, yeah. and the guy ends up saying to him, "You know, you have any idea how many people fall for this?" Yeah. And that chilled me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. It's of it. scary. Yeah, the, you so, know, working where I work, I see it every day. You really? Know what I mean, like it. People come in. I actually had somebody who was trying to download Microsoft Office on their computer and did, went to the wrong Microsoft Office. You know what I mean? Uh, like, and, and she's like, yeah, I started getting calls. And she's like, I, to her credit, she was like, I'm assuming that was a scam, correct? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to have you guys do it. <laughs> so it's like, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, tech support will never call you. The IRS won't fucking call yes, you. They'll so. send letters right. if you're if you're, there's anything they need to bring to your attention. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, Nigerian princes don't want to <laughs> reward you with millions of dollars. Shockingly, um, but they will if you only forward that email. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Just you just need to you send it out to if you can't help them, you know, send it to someone who can. Uh, no, no one will ever ask for your password. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a site that you that you go to, yeah. um, look at y- just every every. You use a little common sense. Yeah, look it's, for bullshit. That's what it boils down to. Look is. for bullshit. I think our generation is probably the most equipped to de- to deal with this kind of stuff ever because we we have been raised shrouded in skepticism. Right. Well, and like my initial thought on that is, you know, use some common sense. What what do you seriously think that somebody's going to do that? But mm-hmm. yeah, okay, they seriously do because they grew up at a time where people really didn't do that to other people. Yeah, do you know what right. I mean? Like yeah. they're not they're not prepared for this. Right, exactly. Uh, we, the skill set they built wasn't predicated upon this. We were raised Mm-hmm. And we've realized that we won't have social security and everything that we were told when we were younger is a lie. Yeah. So we're jaded and we understand. I don't answer legitimate phone calls. Exactly. Now. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in debt up to my eyeballs and I don't think anymore. Yeah. No, it happens like crazy. Yeah. It starts with stranger danger and gets more intense from there. Now the flip side of this is like, okay, so like my grandfather still he had me go over today because he said I keep getting this thing on my computer. It's, it says we're going to shut your AOL down but unless you give us a little bit of money. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I went over to his house. I didn't see it. I couldn't find the pop-up he was talking about. But I, I will guarantee it was a pop-up saying get our virus protection on AOL for like three bucks a month. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah. But like, you yeah, know, if it was ransomware, it'd be a little more aggressive than that. The flip side, you know, of the we have is your like, infant daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know I had an infant daughter. Jesus Christ! But they got her. I'm seventy nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's terrible. Dave, these fuckers have my infant daughter. <laughs> Pat, Pat, you're, you're almost eighty years old. You don't have an infant daughter. 
But they have her. <laughs> well, now I don't because they got her. That's <laughs> uh, bad. Yeah. yeah. It's all bad. No, no. you got to use a little common sense, yeah. I think. The moral uh, of the story is don't give anyone your money. Right. <laughs> why, why are we fucked, Chris? Uh, you know what? We're fucked because I brought this upon myself. <laughs> in general, just, in general, just no. everything. Everything <laughs> is my fault. Everybody, no. I've been I've been car shopping. I got a, I got a little pay bump at work. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, pretty decent pay bump at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm out car shopping not because I need a new car, but because I can afford to get a new car, and I'd like something that I want. You know what I mean? I want to go pick something out that I like and that I want that I can have. That mm. I paid for myself. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I'm out looking at used cars because I'm not buying a new car. Because that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know what? And I, I brought this all on myself. I gave them permission to call me. Yep. Thinking that every salesman is like me. And that... You know what I mean? They're not going to drive you absolutely fucking insane. Right. Uh, so, like, okay, I take, I do, the, part of my job is that, you know, if, if I get a lead on somebody and they, they're looking at something they're interested, I'll say, hey, if I have any big sales or, like, deals coming up, I'll call you. You know what I mean? Let me right. get your info. I'll call you. And I always, I'm, I'm very clear when I talk to these people. I'll say, look, I don't like talking on the phone. I'm not going to call you 50 <coughs> times. Sure. If there's a deal, I'll call you once. If the sale's about to end, I'll call you a second time, and then you'll never hear from me again. Right. Like, that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? And it'll be short, sweet, and to the point. You don't even have to pick up for me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, I, I'm, I, don't, I don't like to be driven crazy, so at my job, which is a sales job. Sure. Which, you know what I mean? I get bonused directly off of what I do, just like these guys do. They, yeah. they make more commission than anything, but I, you know. Sure. I, Every time I sell something, it's putting money in my pocket at my job. But but, but you're doing it the smart way, which is that you're not making people hate you so much exactly, that they never buy exactly, from you. Exactly, right. right. Like, that's the thing. I'm thinking, like, all these salesmen are going to be just like me, and they're not. No, <laughs> they're high they're, pressure. They are serious, like, when are you going to get this? When are you going to get You know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> as a salesman, I know it's not a matter of can and can't. It's will and won't. Yeah. And I, there's nothing I hate worse than people who drive you crazy after they told you they're not going to work with you anymore on a certain price on something. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if yeah. you're not going to come back at me with another offer, I don't want to hear from you again. Don't right. bother me. I'm not going to buy it if you're not going to go to where I want you to go. Right. So, <laughs> exactly. You have, you have standards and ideas in mind. Sure. And the thing okay. is, I've told all these guys so far... You know, there's nothing that I've driven that I've I've been like I gotta have that because if there is, then I'll buy it. You know right. what I mean? So like to just drive me nuts. All you're doing is just kind of like shoving me away. Let me throw an idea to you. Giant monster truck. I was thinking about Giant it. Giant monster truck. <laughs> Cut, take a page out of that one guy's book in Youngstown. Put the Nesquik bunny on the side. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, guy, that guy's awesome. <laughs> Did you see the Do- Miami Dolphins car that's driving around? No, I it's didn't. An old yeah. Buick '88. And he's got it done in all Miami Dolphins stuff. No it's shit. Fuck, it's huh. pretty. It's pretty cool. He's got it donked out with the big twenty-two inch rims. There aren't enough giant, sweet. you know, big over-the-top novelty car jobs. Oh, I would, I would drive the shit out of one of those cars. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, I, it's just it, it drives me nuts. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be driven crazy. I'm not trying to spend a fortune, but these guys are treating it like it's crazy. And I brought yeah, it all right. myself. I guess that's why I'm fucked. Uh, so if you find a good car salesman, which I don't think that's a thing. But if you do find one, hang on to them, because yeah. uh, the rest of these guys are pirates, and they'll just drive you nuts. God, I hate that. Yeah. Seriously, I don't answer the phone for legitimate calls anymore, because I just, I don't want to... I don't like to talk on the phone. I don't just like leave to... me a message. Tell me who you are. 
That, yeah. that, I mean, that's my thing. Is like I, I, I just don't even like talking on the phone. Yeah, at all anymore. That's <laughs> terrible. Just boring, and it drives me nuts. Yeah. Driving me nuts. Her. <laughs> <Arr, arr. laughs> <laughs> the pirate. I pirate. love that joke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are we fucked, Dave? Uh, okay, so I, I am fucked because uh, I particularly am fucked. Because I have reached a point in my life that I have completely unrelatable problems. Okay. <laughs> and I, this re- occurred to me today. Do tell. Uh, because, okay, so what are the. So basically, you know, now I, I'm working an office job and I have been for a couple of years, which means, like, the particular frustrations of this, like, I, I completely understand that they are unrelatable in, like, every way. And the one that got me today is there's a guy that I work with who is he's driving me fucking insane anymore. I can't relate to that. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. So the, this guy emails me a lot and he's, he asks for stuff last minute and all that. We've, we've, we've gotten to the point where it's driving us all nuts. But he, he sent me a meeting invite request today for 12 o'clock, which is the standard lunch hour. It's like everyone's bait. Like, why would you schedule a meeting at noon with anybody? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that that's the lunch hour. Right. So, rather than be like, you know, an adult about this, like I should have been, and just be like, oh, well, this sucks that this is when we're going to meet, and just suck it up and just have the meeting, I, I took it upon myself to email him and go, okay, so that's, that's my lunch hour. So, it was scheduled from 12 to 1230. I said, can you move it? Because that's, that's when I take lunch. So, two minutes later, I get a request from him. And it's from 12.30 to 1 instead. And I got so fucking angry. <laughs> I was sitting there going, that's the same hour! Like, I'm like at my computer just like shaking my fist. I was so mad. But there's nothing I can do about it. Because I looked at everyone's schedules. There's no, one, no, there's no free other time. Everyone has stuff going every other time. This is like the only time when everyone's free. And it's because it's they're supposed lunch. to be having lunch. Right. So I got really pissed off, and then, as I was sitting there, I realized this is the least relatable problem yeah. in the world because I get an hour for lunch. Right? Yeah, I was gonna say I get an hour. I get a yeah. whole hour for lunch, and I'm sitting here furious that a half hour of it I'm gonna have to spend on the phone, which I could do while eating my lunch. Sure. <laughs> right. 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 So no, like, I'm with you. It's just, it just dawned on me. Like I'm such a dick. Yeah. Like what a complete. You're, you're not a dick. You're just used to having that time. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's so unrelatable. Right. Yeah. And I come. So I get. I get thirty. Yeah. Everyone gets thirty. Right. You're lucky to get thirty. Some people get fifteen. Right. I get fifteen. Yeah. You get fifteen. I mean, like. You can't although, although it's 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 pretty flexible like because yeah when, when we eat lunch with our clients so, uh, and so like a lot of them day it, it still takes like an hour yeah. right so like your technical lunch is 15 but you're working for you know 45 minutes of the remainder for their lunch right right yeah we yeah. will you know if they need help with something we'll drop what we're doing and help them right so basically i'm fucked because i'm a big fat whiny unreliable or unreliable unrelatable unreliable. and unreliable <laughs> but unrelatable baby yeah because I want a whole hour to sit oh. there and eat my, my noodle bowl. Oh, my noodle bowl. No, oh. my, my noodle bowl. You, you, you bother I'm me. I need 30 to eat 30 to digest. I can't, I can't eat this bowl of noodles in 30 minutes. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, what I am I doing if I want a second and, God forbid, a third bowl of noodles? <laughs> I can't eat those in 30 minutes. Oh, no. oh, this is terrible. Everybody's going to hear me on the phone slurping uh, noodles. I, Stop, I, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I feel like he's such an asshole. No. no I really, I like, I realize... Nah. I, 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 it's not a problem anyone relates to. It, it doesn't mean that, that your, your concern isn't valid. I guess. You, you're, you guys have an hour for lunch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, it's, it's basically a thing that we have if we can have it. Right. You know, like, I'm still, like, I'm on salary, so yeah. if they need me to work at, like, 9 o'clock for some weird reason, and why would they? But if they did, I kind of got to say yes. Yeah, absolutely. You sure. know, like, it's, like, that's the job. Sure. <clears throat> Which is, the other thing is, I mean, I've, I had people last week schedule a meeting at, at 8.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was mad about that. Because yeah. I don't get in until 9. Right. So I was sitting there going, nah, why do they think about me? Not realizing that the people who scheduled it, it's their 7.30. Right. Exactly. Right? <laughs> right. Uh, so well, please, yeah, but... I mean, the time you work till is the time you... The time you work from and until is the time you work, you know? Yeah, right. I don't know. It just kind of drove me nuts. And again, I realize how completely unrelatable this shit is. Yeah, that's nah, all right. But it just, it just made me so mad that I was... I, I think it was because I said, that's my lunch hour. Implication being, I, I, have, I would like an hour, hour for lunch right. that day. And he just moved it a half an hour, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. He didn't even say anything. He just did that. He didn't even <laughs> say, like, no. <laughs> He just like just moved it the littlest bit to be like you happy now, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like ugh, it just made me mad. Yeah. It felt passive aggressive. Yeah, it just, I don't know, it just made me wring my hands and get angry and <laughs> turn into a giant baby about it. Yeah, that's right. I don't I don't think you're in the wrong. Yeah, I also I counter that he's not in the wrong either. Sure, you know I know I that. Yeah. I'm totally aware of that. It just made me so mad anyway, <laughs> <laughs> for reasons that are unfair. But I was pretty bad about First it. First world problems. Seriously. If there ever yeah. were one. Right. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't watched Office Space in a long yeah. ass time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm actually, feeling it like a right fucking now. That deserves a rewatch, actually. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a good one. The movie's fantastic. Just the image of a boss walking around in suspenders with coffee right the minute you're about to leave to right. make you work the weekend. It's shit like right. that. It's like yeah. fucking terrible. I'm going to need uh, you to... Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. People doing that. Hey, Peter. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter. <laughs> I think probably my favorite image from that entire movie is when it's it's in the phase of the movie where he's just given up and he brings in a fish he caught that day while he yeah, was at work yeah. and cuts yeah. it on a stack of those important TPS reports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Rips it open. I just like him <laughs> unbolting the wall of the cube. <laughs> it's just collapsing down. <laughs> what was he? He was playing Minesweeper at the moment? Yeah. Or something like that? Or it was Tetris? And he goes, eh, not now, man. I'm busy. Like the boss is yeah. trying to, not now, I'm busy. You yeah. look at his screen, he's just playing Tetris. Right. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have to do that a lot of work, too. Yeah, that's oh, the dream. Busy. That's the dream. Oh, yeah. That's the dream. That's the dream. That's all any of us ever want, is to play games and tell our boss to leave us alone for a minute. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Very much. And that's and it. that's it. Da-da-da. The American dream. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> play a non-sleeper in the office, if you will. <laughs> My son dusted fruit of my loins. <laughs> Is it now impossible for you to hear the words American Re- American Ream? American 
American Dream? American why, Dream. Why can't I talk to that? The new NPR show starring <laughs> Diane Reem. <laughs> Diane Reem ascends a mountain. What, with a flag there you over go. That's the, that's, that is the dream. The American yeah. Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and Diane Reem have their own talk show. <laughs> whose, whose abbreviated name, of course, is D. Reem. Yeah, D. Reem. <laughs> well, there you go. That's perfect. That's wow. Diane, I was just wondering how you felt about the Undertaker retirement. <laughs> I. Haven't decided yet. Well, Diane, I was. Oh, Dusty. Dun 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 Yes, Terpics. Terpics. Ooh. A particularly, a particularly uh, a warm subject, if you will, a a a a, a, a burning uh, 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 fungal category. <laughs> Itchy, red, pussy, <laughs> rashy, hivy, smelly, uh, stinging, gangrenous, uh, open. Diane Reem. <laughs> uh, oh, Diane Reem with leprosy. <laughs> Help! <laughs> Leper colony. Only three easy payments of 1995. <laughs> Chromatica, one and dollar. Ooh, one and dollar. Wow. I shown doi a pargoch by nonagamai glikuk. Glikuk, glikuk and shmelly. Glikuk and shmelly and fundigasiputa. Bar, good and shmelly. Bikoi, hai nafrnabun. Otter, otter speck and talk, killing the dog. Pussy, 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 what's up for? What's up, pussy, 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 Altavata, howdy neighbor. Gave a bouquet of baked potato. Adarapa! 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 As I could have got a fire bottle down at the Olive Garden, but the bucket of unlimited breadsticks. Asaborata, masturbation aid. Cause I would get a rat's a capatala happy meal. And trend him out, trend to bunch of Monday. What? I don't follow. But, come on, get banned. Why did you What do we Oh, it's a freaking Play, 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 play. Play, 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 play. 
Welcome back. Hope you hope you enjoyed that bullshit yeah, we put so, in the middle there. So, oh, bro. Oh, bro. Let's talk. This is the Three Dudes Show. Bro, so We're back. Bro, what's going on, bro? Bro. Are you mad? You are so mad. Why are you, why are you why mad, though? Why are you so mad? I, was, I mean, if I was you, if I was in your position... I guess I might be a little mad too. But I'm not though. But I'm not though. <laughs> see, because I'm not in that position though. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what it what is? What are you saying? I'm saying that I'm not mad, but I'm asking if you're mad though. Are you mad? Yeah, I'm a little mad. I think you're a little mad. This <laughs> <laughs> turned into PRS oh, cargo real quick. Th- that dispatched with. <laughs> <laughs> PRS cargo. Yeah. Oh my god, okay. Uh, well, anyway, uh, welcome back. This is the Three Dudes Show, where we where we faff about and, and get drunk. Like a bunch of dandy fops. Yeah. Uh, and today, uh, we, are, we are smoking and drinking things. Yes, we are. As per, as per usual. We are smurfing and uh, Josie and the Pussycatting. <laughs> We are schmoozing and doozing. We are we are tomming and we are cruising. So I I will start by saying that I am schmurping a Monte Cristo Platinum series. This is a, a torpedo that I've I've cut to a loose draw. Yeah. Uh, it's burning real nice. Uh, yeah, looks good. looks pretty well packed. Um, it's a it's a bit lighter. Uh, it's actually I think I it tastes a little more mild than my than my usual parallel. Mm. Um, but it's good. Give it time. Yeah, it's very good. Again? It's uh, uh, the the Monte Cristo Platinum series. Ooh. Yeah. That's very great. Nice. For those of you non-cigar smokers listening at home, mm-hmm. you can tell a good quality wrap on a cigar if it doesn't start canoeing on you. Like mm-hmm. if it burns evenly all the way across through the whole smoke, if you lit it correctly, you know, mm-hmm. that's usually the mark of a good wrap. It's uh, uh, not as peppery as what I'm used to, but it yeah. but it has almost like a uh, oh not not earthy. Uh, it, it's almost it's almost like like nutty. Mm. Oh. Um, it's good. It's very good. good. Um, it's a very very. It's just the right kind of flavor for me, I think. Nice. I don't know why I was reaching for the fucking. There's a bottle opener down here under the bar, <laughs> um, That's right. and I know that. I know that. Um, yeah, the thing's kind of tricky to work with, though. Getting the bottle cap to actually fit and pop. I guess a little um, bit of a pain. But uh, uh, on that note, I'm I'm drinking uh, uh, Alec last week. Our friend Alec brought over uh, Voodoo Ranger IPA and. Uh, so I, I went out uh, today and, and got myself a twelve of that. Nice. Um, Good shit. Seven percent ABV. Uh, good, good. You know, pretty, pretty standard IPA. Not, yeah, not quite as, not quite as bitter as other IPAs I've tried, which, which is a good thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, got a nice full body to it. Yeah. Ugh. They don't make a bad beer. Those guys don't make a bad beer. No, New Belgium. No. no they, they're. 
quality beers. And their bottles are really interesting. They've got this little lip around the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always like that. It's, it is pretty neat. When yeah. I went to Bottle Homebrew, those are like my favorite bottles. Those, those just cool. have a lot of character to them. Yeah, I like that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad at all. The Voodoo Ranger uh, uh, on the bottle, I assume this is the Voodoo Ranger, the skeleton and like the old pilot's hat and the what have you. <laughs> That well, sure my, sounds like a voodoo ranger. Wow, that well, you, yeah. <laughs> it meets the description. Well, any anytime I see one of those, dead. Any mm. anytime I see one of those old caps with like the the fuzz on the inside, like the leather yeah, yeah. pilot's cap yeah. and the goggles, I always think of that fucking kid from a Christmas story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like oh, the yeah. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the Tin Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah. Anyone's anyone's reaction. To that. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Uh, this week I'm smoking the. It's another CIO cigar, like I had last week. But this is the this is new. It's called the Consigliere. Oh. So I got the torpedo Dig cut it. of that because I like uh, I like how easy it is to cut torpedoes. I think mm. I must have smushed it in the car though because it's a little split on the end. But oh, really? I'm making it work. It's it's pretty good. What's kind of taste? What's it taste like? Um, how would you describe that? Leathery. Hmm. Mm, leathery. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. yeah really leathery. Um, like a, in like, a good way, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, like I, a, I was about to say, like, like you mean like smoky, but it's like... A, well, no, like, like, well, well, why, yes. Uh, it's not As a, a matter of, of fact. It's not a lot of smoke. <laughs> Um, and I have it cut pretty loose. It's not drawing a lot of smoke. Usually I like a lot of billowy smoke on it. Uh-huh. This is pretty good. I like it so far. It's the same thing. It's a little more uh, mild than what I'm used to. Yeah. But uh, I like it. I like it. It's pretty good so far. I'm, I, I never... I, all the CAOs I'd had up to up until last week, I didn't like. But uh, the last two were really good. The Flathead was last week, and then I got this one this week, and I like it. Thanks. Uh, and I'm drinking Miller Lite. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Because... <laughs> uh, I'm cheap, and Miller Lite is, of, <laughs> of the three terrible light beers mm-hmm. that you think of when you think of standard light beer, Yeah, it is the one that tastes the least like moose piss. Yeah, so. it, is, it is, without a doubt, the best of the, th- of the big yeah. three light beers. Bud Light doesn't taste like anything. Shout out to right. Moose Piss Brewery out of uh, <laughs> Saskatoon. <laughs> yeah. Mm, that's a real thing. And I guess this is a real special week on the Three Dude Podcast because mm. after fourteen, after thirteen episodes mm-hmm. of smoking the exact same bullshit, <laughs> yeah, all right, uh, I'm back in the game. Have after you've suggested, you were the one who had the idea for smoking and drinking. Yeah, we, we talked about on the show before, like at the beginning, yeah. like that group you joined where they were just like, "Here's what I'm smoking, here's what I'm drinking." Yeah, that was the whole. Yeah, was the whole, whole premise for titling it, right? That. And that's that's why we that's why we did this. That was your idea, my friend. I'm sh- I'm sure now, <laughs> looking back, that it must have been. Yeah, and after several months of podcasting, you have smoked the same thing, yep. and drank. <clears throat> More or less the same. More or things. less the same thing. Rolling yeah. Rock, Killians, and coffee. Yeah, right. The whole time. That's that's all. That's, that's, been, a, that's been about it. Well, we had we had that one special one from yeah. Maze Valley. That, yes. that, that was a, that was a thing. Yes, but you uncorked that for all of us. That's true. Fair point. So, I've basically been drinking the same old. You have and yeah. smoking <laughs> the same old. Uh, so, so, but I, I'm still drinking the same old. That's I okay. I will say that I'm dorping. I'm dorping this Rolling Rock that I've been dorping for like maybe the last. Three episodes. I don't know. What's wrong with that? Yeah, uh, it is from the glass line tanks of old Latrobe, as I hear. Thirty-three. They uh, tendered it as a <laughs> tribute to your good taste. 
33. Um, 42. But this time around, I am Smorpin. The cigarette is uh, by Camacho. Cigar. Yeah. Wait, did I say, did I say cigarette? It's a cigarette. Wow. God, man. God, my brain. We gotta get Ugh. you back on the hype train. I know. Okay, this cigar, which is what it actually is, Camacho. by Camacho, and it it's called the Corojo, I think. Yes. So you got the red label the one. The red label cigar. Yeah. I had the orange label one, which okay. was pretty good mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. This was described as a vintage dark smoke. Yeah. And I think that's pretty accurate. I do have an issue a bit with the draw. I don't know. I, that's a thing that continues to plague me now. Not as much smoke? Yeah, it just it continues to plague me with cigars, and I'm not getting quite the draw that I want. Well, you know what? That's probably not as... Because you cut it loose, I can tell. Oh, really? Yeah, you got... Well, that's what Pretty I mean. damn close to the... Well, that's what I mean. You cut a loose draw, so you shouldn't be drawing a lot of smoke out of oh, it. Oh, yeah, Sometimes yeah, Sometimes yeah. it's just the tobacco. Right. That's like that's uh, You're like me, in that you like a lot of smoke. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like a lot of smoke. I like a billowy, you know what I mean? Right. Kind of thing. Um, now, on the other uh, hand, if I nose it a bit more and kind of do that, it, yeah. you know, I'll continue to get the kind of the kind of kick I'm looking for so out so of it. I, I guess I, I got the same thing from my friend Ross, who's the one who actually like got me real into cigars yeah. and smoking it with me. Ross, if you listen to shout out, how you doing, man? Hey, buddy. Uh, <laughs> stopped in, went to town recently, talked to him. But yeah, he and he had the best. He had the best opinion on that. He's like, I don't want to work too hard for my smoke. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a I relaxing like, activity. I, I like a loose draw. I don't want to have to work at it. So he's yeah. in the same vein. Like, you want you want a, a cigar that just smokes. You want, you know what I mean? Like, you want, yeah. Right. Like a little that, bit, I like more loosely billowy. packed. Now, on the other hand, Ben, you were, when we were at the, we, were, we all went to the cigar store earlier, a couple, like an hour or so before we did this. Mm-hmm. And uh, you picked up a cigar that I had last year. That was by the My Father. Uh, yeah, they right. have a new one out. The one you picked out was the new one, but the my one that was Father the Judge. That is a that is a serious cigar. Yeah, like that wow. is not an amateur smoke. Like you got to be ready. That's a heavy cigar, nice. and it's really good. But it, it's like whoo, like heavy smoke, real full flavor. Okay, <laughs> you got to be ready for that one. Like you really got to be ready for that shit. Maybe next week I'll pick one of those up. Get one of those up. Yeah. No, I'll get one too because I really enjoyed that. But it's heavy. I mean, that's a woo. How does that relate to the what? What was the one we got again at Riverwater? We got a Hellfire River Jose Padron, which is my fa- favorite mm-hmm. cigar maker. If you get the right ones, we got the 1926 mm-hmm. anniversary series. How would you say compared to that one? As far as smoke and as far as smoke and all that, I would say I preferred the 26 better mm-hmm. um, because the 26 was a lot more smooth kind of cigar. The My Father has a lot of really different, dense flavors okay. packed together at once, and it hits you like there's no subtlety to it. It's, my father, my father hits you. Is what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. You want and to talk about it, this? It's there's no subtlety to it. It shows up in track pants um, and no shirt. My father sounds downright, downright abusive. An open bottle of vodka <laughs> out of a plastic bottle. <laughs> No 99% subtlety. out of 100. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's a that's a real fool. It's really good. I'm not saying I don't like it, because I do. Yeah. But the 26 was... Here's the, here's, <coughs> here's the difference, and I'm always saying you don't need to buy a, a, a $30 cigar to get a good smoke. Yeah. Because you can get really good smokes for 5 bucks a stick. Sure. Mm-hmm. The 26 series is a $35 cigar, 
and uh, you don't feel like you're getting screwed out of it. Right. When that's you buy good. It. It's really good. It, it was. I would. I would gladly go smoke that again. Yeah. That's it. like that's not an everyday kind of cigar, but you know, I would. I would smoke those. The next big special occasion. Yeah. We really should hook ourselves up with something that. good. Yeah, yeah. We should. We should. Absolutely. Maybe. Maybe when we hit one year on the podcast. Oh yeah. yeah that's that's nice. Idea. We'll get some good or, or episode. You know, fifty, 50. which should be about. You know, one year. 50 almost should one be. year. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah 50, 52, right? Yeah. We do it every week, mm-hmm. with some exception. We'll be 50 because we missed a couple weeks. Right, right, right. So, yeah. yeah. Actually, 49, I think. Oh, really? It would be 40 because you missed a week and then I missed two. Oh, right, so right, right. Episode well, 49. I don't know. I mean, 50 is a better mm-hmm. milestone. It is. It just, it's just nicer. Yeah. And we'll say episode 50. It's episode 50. We'll get something nice. Mm-hmm. We'll get a good bottle of scotch. And we'll, uh, Ooh, or yeah. bourbon or something, and we'll yeah. sit down and have good cigars and do that. How yeah. about that? We'll, we're planning out yeah. Well, yeah, right. 30, 36 we'll, episodes ahead of now. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the smokiest, drunkest episode Yeah, I'm ever. all about that. Episode 50. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about yeah. a beer tasting, too. That would be, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be a good episode, I yeah, think. Yeah, it would be. Maybe we'll do a three-dude special in the next Just couple weeks. Just dedicated exclusively to Smorpin and Dorpin. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's an idea. That'll be a topic. That's yeah. an idea. That's... It that's sure pretty, is one. That's yeah, pretty it's fucking sure, meta. That sure is an idea right there. That's what that is. <laughs> All right, I guess we should. should yeah, we, we should get, maybe. Move yes, on. so I don't, I'm taking your job. You're the host. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's yeah. a, um, so uh, I was I was thinking that I was supposed to be hosting uh, last week, which mm-hmm. I which I wasn't. So I had a topic planned a while in advance. Uh, then I realized it it was a little limited, so I expanded it, revised it. Um, but I was I was <laughs> fucking up my cigar here. I was thinking uh, not too long ago about this uh, uh, the example that I'm going to cite uh, yeah. for this topic, uh, which is you know we we've all been to our share of parties in our lives and mm-hmm. you know gone out and done shit. We are uh, quite partying men. We uh, we are we are three wild and crazy guys. We are world traveled. Yeah. Um, so, and you know we've been to you know benefits and and social gatherings and and soirees and, mm-hmm. and I make it sound a lot fancier. Giving than out really giant is. checks to children, right? You know for <laughs> reasons, you know. Yeah. Um, but of all of those parties, gatherings, uh, events, concerts, even, uh, what was the worst one you've ever been to? Oh, okay. Mm. What was the all time worst? That, wow, that you've ever been parties to. Parties and events. Okay. Um, and I and if you guys need a minute, I've I've got one lined up because I will start, probably need a start minute. Start it off because again, to think. I was I was just thinking about this recently. This was, I want to say, I want to say the summer after I graduated high school, uh, or after my first year of college. It's, it was one of the two, but uh, it was it was a, a, a friend of mine from high school. Um, his his folks were you know, pretty well off, uh, and, and, uh, it was his birthday party, and he invited me over. This is back in high school time? Yeah, so, yeah, so this was, this was, like, something, like, I don't know, 12 years ago, maybe. Okay. Um, so he, he invites me over to his place, as, you know, as his mom has set up this whole, this whole thing, and, like, this is, this is a fucking nice house. Like, it's one of those houses where you go in and, like, the first room you walk into is two stories, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, Right, like, like a big open, vaulted ceiling, a, open a atrium. A vestibule, if you will. Yeah. A vestib- a yeah. Vestibule. Um, a vestibule. 
<laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's, it, you know, it's a pretty, pretty nice modern, uh, you know, kitchen's gorgeous. You know, mm. Like the first thing I noticed is the kitchen. And so they the, got that fancy jelly in the peanut butter that's in one jar. It's you it, don't even need two even jars. Better, it's in a tube, Ooh, like a like a that's t- some rich people shit. Like a fucking toothpaste tube. Ooh, just squirt the jelly and peanut butter out together. <laughs> Man, some people have it all, right? <laughs> some, real, some real space age shit. <laughs> and they got the brand name hot pockets and everything. Oh yeah, nice. uh, <laughs> yeah. Be- beautiful day. Uh, pool out back. There's a dude. Uh, not even like. Not even like this kid's father, just like, you know, just a dude on a riding mower just riding around and cutting this gigantic backyard. Okay. Um, have you seen anyone else at this point, or have you just walked in? Oh, yeah, there's there's people already there. There's, okay. there's guests already there, and everyone's, you know, they're in the, a bunch of people, including including this, this buddy of mine, are in, uh, are in the living room playing, uh, playing Mario Kart. Nice. Um, so it's... It's looking good. Everything's kind of shaping up. There's a volleyball net set up outside. There's, there's, you know, the grills coming out, and everything's looking good. Um, and then, you know, maybe about an hour or so in, um, like pretty early on into the party, uh, the uh, this this dude's mom calls everyone into the kitchen. We and we we they bring the cake out. We sing happy birthday, and then. She asks everyone to stick around. Where's this going, man? I'm freaking out. <laughs> now, this guy in a suit, uh, who we had, who I had been seeing around uh, here and there, is you know talking to this, talking to the mom, uh, takes the floor, and says, you know, you know, everyone's going off to, you know, to college soon, and you know, there, there's, you know. There's, uh, you know, jobs out there that you gotta, you know, try and find, and I'd like to, you know, talk to you about an opportunity that uh, I remember this now. May interest uh, you. I just, I lit up because I just yeah. started to remember this. Now, now, I, I, I might have, I might have told, I told you this. I don't remember I don't, if I told you this. I don't know, but I'm um, pretty sure I know exactly where this is going. So he puts he puts a video on in the oh, living room. No. This um and it introduces to us a a a a uh, uh, a fruit called a mangosteen. <laughs> Which if you didn't know what it was, you probably needed to anyway. It's, right. the, it's the ubiquitous mangosteen. Right. You know who doesn't who doesn't have some of the cereal every day, right? Now, now the mangosteen is is a uh, is a, uh, a, a a fruit that is rich in vitamin C. Has uh, I, I believe it's a citrus, a, ty- a type of citrus. It has it has segments in it that you know are, are so bad. full of delicious juice. Yeah. Um, this juice is taken and made into a bottled juice product um, called Zango. X A N G O. Um, <laughs> If this and its sister product, Zango Unchained, <laughs> <laughs> with a hundred percent more electrolytes. Yeah, yeah. Now, things. now, it's it's about this this point as 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 it goes into the video, extolling the the health benefits of Zango. And uh, this is again spelled with an X, X A N G O. I love that. Um, X A N G O. Including, including. What the fuck was its name of? <laughs> yeah, including uh, uh, 
as, I, as I'm sure you can probably guess, uh, a story in which a, uh, a person's cancer went into remission. Mm -hmm. uh, oh my god! After, yeah. Ah! This is painful! It's upsetting because it's like, with all these things, it's like, man, if, if this was a thing, wouldn't everybody know why you're the mm -hmm. only dude? Yeah, and so and so if I... I was already thinking, you know, okay, I'm, I'm here for... for Cake, cake and, and right. party. I'm here what, for cake. What is hap What the fuck is happening here? Why is this in between me and cake? <laughs> and, um, and what ended up happening was, uh, well, okay. So, so the video continues on, and it and he goes into how the company is organized, <laughs> which is you get commission for get you know getting people Downline you know shit. into it. Hmm. Yeah, the whole the whole thing conveniently arranged in the helpful shape of a pyramid. Say Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong here, but this sounds an awful lot like a some kind of scheme. It's like, it's like a schema, arranged, like a triangular arrangement. arranged in a shape. It's of like some a sort, three sided like, model, like a trapezoidal almost, yeah, but, but like, with a point at yeah, the top. Yeah, it's like not quite a triangle. Sort of like there's the three corners of it. What do you call that? What do you call that? Well, call well that? gee, it's it's funny you mention this. <laughs> <laughs> so I look over at my brother. <clears throat> Yeah. And he looks back at me and we're, we're we both just give each other this look like <laughs> the, you know, the, the the we understand each other completely look. We're mm. being pitched a pyramid scheme here, Yes. Bro. Right. Oh. Exactly, yeah. yeah. There's it, nothing better than having that connection with another human being where you can give each other yep. one look and you both know like are we getting scammed right now? Yeah. We are we are being pitched a fucking pyramid scheme oh, at fantastic. at a birthday party we were invited to. <laughs> Jesus. Well, kids, everyone's getting ready to go away to college, so now's a good time to throw your savings away. Right. <laughs> right. Into this lucrative and totally legitimate business opportunity. <laughs> so where's so, this go? What happens next? I'm fascinated. Well, uh, no, no one showed the slightest amount of interest. <laughs> of course not. And it made the entire rest of the evening so much more awkward <laughs> and 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 bizarre because we had. We had been lured into a into a sales pitch. Yeah, yeah. It was, All you wanted was cake. You had the oh Jesus, I'm sorry, bruh, bruh. Bah. Sorry, I didn't see that there. We got it. There we go. So yeah, no, you're right. It's like it's supposed to be a fun thing, and someone takes it upon themselves to go. You know what? Make this party even better. Is we make a butt ton of money off of it. Yeah. Like that's the insulting part. Isn't I bring it? my my weird friend in. <laughs> To talk about mango steam. I just picture this the suit and tie dude from Half Life. It is a G man. Have you all heard of mango steam? What about you, Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, let me ask this question: This friend, you still talk to him? Uh, no, I did for a while after, like, like into college, but uh, he he went to a different university. We didn't really sure. keep in touch very did much. Did you ever ask him what? Uh, what the hell? <laughs> no, no, I, I never, I never have. I, 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 I don't want to like be rude and, and bring it up, but like yeah. I, I haven't even talked to my. I should talk to my brother about sure. it and see, yes. if, see, see how vividly he remembers. I'm just this. saying, like, if I want more on this, if, if like Alec invited me over to his house for a Fourth of July barbecue, right? And he brought forth an Amway scheme. <laughs> yeah, right. I would at the end of the party, I'd go, "Hey, dude." uh what the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, what's, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, if I could piggyback off this for a second, you the reason you told me about this is when I told you about what my sister was into. Right. Because my sister was involved in a really similar thing. It hit Austin Town like a fucking wave. Because what happened is some hotshot kid in a Beamer rolled into town and started making friends at, like, you know, 
fucking Panera Bread and stuff, mm-hmm. making them they all invite their friends over and have his pitch, and it was for a thing called Vima, which is like a nonsense health juice garbage initiative Ugh. that is essentially a pyramid scheme. But what they did that's slightly different is they sold the whole thing as like a motivational thing. Okay, where it's like, hey, let's all get together and talk about our dreams. Oh, and also course. about how juice can make those dreams happen. <laughs> yeah. You know? But he snuck, they sneak it in in the subtlest way possible. So, yeah, I mean, I remember when I told you about that, and you were like, yeah. yeah. It, it is like a, it is kind of like a cult. It, it preys on sure. people's vulnerabilities and insecurities mm-hmm. uh, to get them to buy into, you know, to buy into it without really thinking about it critically. I personally believe that there's a reason that Amway uh, blew up all over Michigan. Right, specifically in the like the the fall the of the auto industry sure. and the yeah. rise of aspirational bullshit right, exactly. are like tied together. Absolutely, which makes sense why you'd see something like that in Youngstown. You know? Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. To be honest, it's a it's a surprise. There's not more of it around. Right, a place where there's a distinct lack of hope. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Although, if I'm being totally honest, it is everywhere. Because you know what? Go on Facebook any given day, and you see people. Selling vitamin wraps to put around their tummies. That right. doesn't make any sense. Or the cult of Mary Kay. Yeah, Mary yeah. Kay's been around forever. Or, you know, like, these before and after pictures. Your friends and family going, I put this, I put this dog ball butter on my nose, and it made all this <laughs> pimples go away, and you should buy it too. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you people? That's just, that's just dog semen. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like, like, but it's 100% natural. <laughs> But yeah, it's like your friends and family are doing this now. It is. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that it's not everywhere because honestly, it surprises me how, how much of this stuff there is. And you know, it's it's not like it's new. People have been sure. trying to scam one another Absolutely. for thousands of years. Snake yeah. oil. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Magic yeah. This beans. this isn't anything new. It's what's different about it is it's is it's couched in a, a business model that the that. A person who doesn't know better wouldn't realize is is untenable. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh, now, now, which is weird because pyramids themselves are actually very architecturally stable. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, it's, it's, you just take it, turn it upside down, you get the inverted pyramid. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. Head guys at the bottom, and everyone's above him. And now you have. A representation of what a pyramid scheme is. Wasn't that wasn't that a uh, wasn't it, that a, a Far Side comic where like like the pyramid was like upside down and and <laughs> like, like like this Egyptian dude's holding the thing and like oh I had the dark thing upside <laughs> the dark blueprints upside down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like it, maybe it was Parks and Rec or someone did a similar thing where it was like someone's explaining how a business model works and they got this map of it all and it's an upside down triangle. And yeah. Someone's trying to convince them it's a pyramid scheme, and they go, no, turn it like this. And they look at it, and they go, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, yeah, for for anyone, you know, listening out there who, who may not even be aware, pyramid schemes don't work. They're not designed to work. Right. You will not make money off of them. No. Mm-hmm. Unless you're one of the people at the top of the pyramid scheme. Right. right. And the only way to get to any level of prominence is to fuck over a lot of people. Exactly. And first, people close to you. Right. Then the people beneath them you don't care about. But you gotta, like, 
fuck over like five to ten people close to you first that you know. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I just, uh, there's, there's a whole lot of skeeziness. In it. <coughs> it's it, bad. So did this, I mean, was it just like a presentation? Did he talk to people individually or? It was like just a presentation. Uh, and nobody and approached this gentleman. Not <laughs> not to my knowledge. I certainly didn't. I, I, I was more interested in. in Cake. Uh, yeah, cake. I was interested in the pool. I was interested in playing a little volleyball. For the rest of the party, he spent his time directly over everyone's shoulder at the same time somehow. Where they turn around and go, Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Just with the, like this big beaming, like the fucking happy mask salesman from Zelda. <laughs> so, Jesus, how'd you get there? So service? Hey, you know what would help you with that surf? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Just feel his breathing. Like a. Sango! He like starts to shrivel by about 5 p.m. and has to go to the, the closet and drink several bottles of Sango. Sango to replenish his. Smile starts coming back. <laughs> I'm picturing, I'm picturing like a David Miscavige-looking motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I, big Joel Olstein yeah. kind of big fake smile, yeah, right. you know what I mean? Beaming was, and trustworthy-looking. Yeah. yeah, he was a little more approachable than that. Like, yeah. like to, to his credit, he, was, he came across like an ordinary fella. But, mm-hmm. And he was just a guy. He was just some guy, just, like a friend of the mom or... Yeah, must have been. That's probably what happens is, you know, like in a lot of these things, it's like people need an audience. Sure. And nobody wants to listen to this because they've heard it from somebody already. Right. So you almost have to sneak your way in somewhere. Uh, or like, can I, can you please do me a favor? Can I just come and hang out and just talk to people for like five minutes of this party? Yeah. Please. Because yeah. nobody else wants to hear it. If, if I come over to your house and you show me a cool <coughs> thing that you got, and if I ask you where you got it and your answer is anything other than... Just like a two were like, oh, I, I just got it off Amazon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm then, not going to do it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about how dog semen can help your nose. <laughs> you got blackheads? We all got blackheads, am I right? We got a weird pimply nose, got <laughs> you know, funny cheeks. We all got blackheads, am I right, Keith? Thanks, Chris. Ah, Keith. Don't worry about it. Here, jack off this dog and rub some semen on your nose. There you go. It'll be fine. Oh, it's clearing up already. Not ah. this dog, though. This dog doesn't oh. have any balls. Oh, my God. And did you lose some weight? <laughs> <laughs> Am I kidding that you lost a couple pounds there, maybe? Because I think it might be. That'll be 114.92. Tell not, your friends. <laughs> that's not that different from how this shit works. No, it's really not. Uh, it's just like, you know... Shit. Just create the suggestion that something good has happened, and people will be, be willing to believe that and spend money on it. Sure. Oh, man, I bet that sounds really good on the bike. Yeah, there we go. That torch. A little torch lighter. Mm-hmm. You're like not getting any smoke out of that bad boy? There you go. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm. Well, I don't have a specific, uh, I don't have is. a specific, like, bad Ooh. event or whatever. Yes, you do, because we have one together. Do we really? I, I was thinking about it. That's why I was laughing okay. a minute ago because okay. I thought about this. You need to tell me what this is because I don't know if I remember it. A friend of ours got married recently. Not that long ago. Wait. Are you... Wait, hold on a minute. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe keep talking. Okay, so a friend of ours got married. Well, I won't I won't say the name on the podcast. No, a don't. Fr- a friend of ours got married recently. We were both at the wedding. And... Uh, it's got to be the one I'm thinking of. I remember I made the joke to my girlfriend before the wedding 
like, hey, you know, somebody always goes down on one of these things. Oh, and, Christ. <laughs> oh. So I, think, I was joking with my girlfriend before this wedding, and I'm like, hey, you know, you know somebody always goes down on one of these things. You better be careful. Mm-hmm. Well, sure enough, somebody went down on one of these things. <laughs> that was yeah, now so by, awful. Now by went down. I mean, I mean, fell, down. like, went down, cracked. It was an elderly woman. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, like, is this, is, this is at the reception in a big like gymnasium, basically. Yeah. There's a stage with the DJ, and then there, there's us lined Lots up with tables. tables. And cookies everywhere. And cookie table. Cookie table. Know, yep. Fuck and, yeah. Uh, like kids, kids, you know what I mean? There's kids running around. Kids! Yeah. And, and actually, to be it specific, was, this it was is right before the bridal party comes in. Just before that big announcement where the everyone DJ's comes in. The DJ's about to start announcing the bridal party. And they're telling them, to, oh, yeah, that's. Okay, I'm yeah. letting you tell them. I'm sorry. So it's all right. No, no, no. <laughs> this, is, this is a Dave Dragowski, yeah. Chris Brady story. Uh, we're going to keep everything real private here. Yeah. Uh, but, uh,. So it's right, like DJ's like, we're going to be announcing the bridal party soon, so we're all waiting, and uh, we're sitting at the table and we're BSing, and there's kids kids going, and somebody's grandmother stands up, Okay. and uh, one of the kids happened to be behind grandma, and yes. grandma, grandma turned around to like get up and go to the bathroom, and grandma went down. Oh. <laughs> and grandma yeah. went down hard. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking did. about like... And you know how echoey a gymnasium is, right? Yeah. I'm talking about crack your head on the gym floor. Oh, like, it, boom. everyone stopped. Every, and the whole thing stopped. Yeah. Except the DJ. Right. Which <laughs> Amazingly. Which is the best the, part of the story. Also, the DJ has the best view of this. Right. And so you doesn't hear the, stop You things. hear this big thud, and then a bunch of steel chairs turning around. Yeah, people are all, like, standing up looking concerned. Oh, my God, Mom! You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, and then, and then seconds later, <laughs> seconds later, <laughs> the music starts, whatever it was. And the DJ starts, all right, here we go. So this big group gathered around this, this poor woman who just fell and, like, Really? I mean, like, cracked her noggin pretty hard. Yeah. Well, Grandma Agnes here shows us that she got to get up to get yeah. down. So let's see some asses out on the dance floor. <laughs> no, but he's like, all right, let's go start with the bridal party. At least and everybody yeah. in the crowd is going, they're waving their arms like, no, no, stop, somebody's down. And he's going, all right, we're going to, no. <laughs> I remember it was, thank God, thank God for uh, my girlfriend's stepmom. It was like, yeah, someone always, walked right always, up that there. Was, that was Georgette, yeah. Always yeah. the savior of everything. She's like, hey! <laughs> she like ran up in front of the stage and she's going, no, 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 no. Somebody's down, you know what I mean? Like, like trying to stop him. And it didn't work. It was like, <laughs> no. there, was like there was like a hold. And yeah. you, you hear the DJ kind of like awkwardly like, what? What's going on? Oh, <laughs> the music's still happening. Meanwhile, there's a big, there's like 20 people. There happens to be a doctor somewhere. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they called 911. And, like, the DJ just, like, kept, like, waited for, like, two minutes and then <laughs> announced the bridal party. Oh, yeah, 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 And there's yeah, yeah. nothing funnier than watching everybody, like, dance out <laughs> to the bridal party music. I still can't like, believe they did that. Like, no, they're going to need a stretcher, you know what I mean? Like, I can't believe that happened. Because I guess what was decided is, well, 
we, it's not helping anything that we wait to do this. Sure. Grandma's eyes are open. Yeah. So let's just, <laughs> let's just keep going. No, don't worry about me, dearie. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> go out there and shake your tail feathers. Yeah, I mean, I'm, talking like, I'm talking like uh, Will Smith in concussion levels of <laughs> concussion. Like this, yeah. She was, grandma was down. You mean to tell me she was at concussion levels of concussion? Yes, she was. <laughs> but wow. it, I mean, it was serious. And, uh, I, it was one of those things where you know it's a horrible situation, right? Mm-hmm. It's a terrible, horrible thing. But as soon as the music came out and people started <laughs> dancing out on the floor to it, right, no. like the bridal party starts coming out and they're like, "Yay, dancing!" Yeah, I just, I, I, I like laughed. I had to, had to s- cover your face. I had to cover my face because it was so <laughs> absurd to me what was happening. Like it happens, like the first name gets announced and he just comes out dancing on the floor, and I just went. <laughs> Like I had to like I had to like put my head down because I was gonna laugh yeah like really loud in front of the whole thing like it was horrible I was in shock <laughs> you were in shock and I remember you and I were having the same kind of emotions because you're I remember you looked at me and you're like uh, I'm gonna go outside and smoke a cigarette because this is kind of scaring the shit out of me right now because <laughs> it was so weird it was just like this surreal thing like all this here we go yeah first dance yeah we. Meanwhile, like, giving uh, grandma the flashlight. Right, exactly. Medics, <laughs> medics come in and stretch her, stretch her out in the oh, middle of the reception. Jesus Christ. All right, everybody, cut footloose. <laughs> <laughs> We're ahead of you. <laughs> now, that was so awkward. So I'm never not going to make that joke. Uh, maybe yeah. I jinxed it. Because yeah. I always, I, I, I'm, you know, that's the stupid hokey, like, somebody always goes down on one of these things, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, and yeah, Grandma grandma went down. Grandma went way grandma down. Grandma went way down hard. Grandma had to get stretchered out of the gym. Yeah. From what I understand, by the way, she was fine. She was fine. She yeah, was she fine was okay. Let's, let's be clear. Grandma's okay. Grandma Apart from being die. old, she's... Uh, let's yeah, also be she's... clear. The paramedics almost dropped Grandma, like, three times, <laughs> wheeling. You were outside. I they, didn't see They it. stretchered her up, and they put her on the flat bed. Okay, yeah. Grandma probably only weighs, like, 110 pounds. Yeah, right. They almost, like, dropped her out of the plastic lift thing. Christ! Trying to get her up into the stretcher. Oh, and then God. they got her, and they almost angled her over again on the way out. And I remember, like, I'm, I'm, t- I'm looking at uh, my girlfriend's stepmom, and we're like... Jesus Christ. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, the most incompetent EMTs in the area. Right. Like, God almighty. Unable to handle a 110 pound woman. Right. They're just like, like, <laughs> like a hot bowl of soup. Just yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> like a giant, like that right. giant plate of banana cream. Right. Rice. Exactly. Just, <laughs> just wobbling all over the place. But that was maybe the most awkward thing that I can remember in recent memory. That was so weird. The three stooges in, I've fallen and I can't crack up. <laughs> right. I gotta tell you. And I like it was it was it was funny in the way that you know something horrible happens and you can't help but laugh because it's so absurd to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it would it like it just it, it something. I, I felt really bad because something just struck me as terribly funny about that. Yeah. And, and, it, it, and it's not funny. Let's be clear. The three no, Stoog- it's not funny at all. The Three Stooges in. Is there a soygen yeah. in the house? She could have been right. <laughs> she could have been real seriously hurt. It sounded like she was definitely It sure did. Oh, noise! Yeah. Oh, wait, where the noise? I said this here for a minute. I'll finish this. But yeah, that was, uh, that was not good. No, it wasn't. That was not good at all. Oh. I have a now, story. Now, when you said someone always goes down at a wedding, my first thought was someone's going to get caught sucking dick in the bathroom. Like, yeah. <laughs> caught? I mean, I, I, that, that's encouraged, right? It's got to happen at everyone. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? The next time we have one of those, I'm going to make that joke again, and I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> I want to see if I have the power. 
I, God, I hope not. You know, someone always goes down at one of these things. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, Dave, what do you got? I got one. I don't know if this really counts, but uh, recently... Doesn't matter. And actually, I'm not, I don't think you were there. When when uh, I went out with Latera and uh, Christy and Corey when she was in, we went out to go to Susie's that, did, that night. You didn't come out that night, did no, you? No, no, I was, I was bushed. Yeah. So we ended up going down to Susie's. Uh, like, this is now like uh, about... Three or four weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And we we just went down there to have a drink and eat, and we ended up walking into the weirdest open mic night <laughs> that I have ever experienced in Youngstown. Uh, and I've seen some stuff. Yeah. This was super strange. Uh, uh, so it it started. We walked in. We realized it was happening, but we just thought, okay, that's fine. We'll just get a table. And we'll just hang out and whatever. We all like... Poetry. One does not simply hang out at Susie's when there's an open stage. Right. right. Well, yes, exactly. As as I guess I probably knew before, but definitely was reminded of. Uh, and it's being hosted by this dude uh, who's in a... He's like wearing an orange kind of polo type thing with like a... Maybe like a clippy tie going on. Okay. I kind of can't remember uh, exactly what he looked like. And uh, in between readings and poems, he was he was like uh, delivering brief quotes about war and stuff. Okay, I'm not totally sure what the purpose was. It got kicked off the beginning of Call of Duty game over screens. <laughs> yeah, you right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, war doesn't determine who's right; it only determines who's left. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No. It got started off with. These dudes, like this guy and his brother, who both wanted to be on and sing. And okay. that didn't really make sense at the poetry night, but he queued up music for him, and it was just one of these things where it was just terrible, and we were trying so hard not to look or make eye contact, because it it's loud. Every one of these things it's always is loud. so loud. You know what? I can't go there, A, because the hot dogs <laughs> always make me sick, Yeah. and B, because Susie's is... Too loud. It's too, and C the service is really slow. It's they're always oh, understaffed. Yeah, or super understaffed. It's gotten super downhill. It yeah. really has. I really think back when your brother was there, it was still the highlight. Really, yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, yeah, when Pete was there. Yeah, yeah that was it. Um, so these two guys both get a turn to sing a song, and they're both terrible. And that's how I know like this is gonna this is starting off really weird. Um, yeah. There was not just one, but like I think three or four white rappers that were like not 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 good uh, in any way. It was really it was particularly excruciating. Everyone but, knows Chris is the best white rapper. Absolutely, yeah, right. Yes, definitely. Uh, you guys, you guys, actually, the both of you do do all right, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I regretted the next morning forcing you to get up and do no, regular, right. but no, it's all right. But I felt like it went really well. Yeah, it went really well. You guys did really good. Um, Ain't so, nothing but a G thing is next. I'm oh, yeah. I want to remember some of these specific poems because some of them were really odd. Uh, the one guy, one of the white rappers, first of all, he was in sort of like like uh, khaki pants uh, with like uh, khakis. Not like a, a good look for a rapper. It's, it's like a khaki <laughs> dress pant. Yeah. No. With a white shirt and black suspenders. Not a good look for a rapper. <laughs> right. Well, was he fucking 87? Like, no, no. The best part was he actually called out on stage. You know, I know a lot of you are looking at me, you know, thinking maybe, you know, like he says, I'm, you know, I'm a rapper. A lot of you maybe think I don't look like a rapper, you know, because of. And I, whatever whatever he feelings. said after that, I was like, white. 
White. He's too white. Yeah. That's I'm looking at you thinking you're too white, buddy. Right. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, I may drop the occasional N-word. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Uh, that didn't happen, mercifully. Uh, but he gave, he gave his rap and then he walked up. And then someone else went on. And when they were done, he came back. Right? Oh, my and, God. And, 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 and he says, uh, so while I was off stage, I wrote this poem, you know, just like in the last ten minutes. Like, he was trying really hard to let us know how fast he could write a poem. Which was weird. <laughs> Roses are red. <laughs> Violets are blue. Omaiwa mo shinderu. If you don't give me your money, I'll put a hole in you. <laughs> no, he went up and read this poem that was like a curse to a woman that had broken his heart. And it was so, oh, it was so bad. Because it was like, he was wishing, like, it was like, you know, like, uh, like curses in the sense of like wishing poor things on people. Uh, and he wished he wished everything from financial ruin to 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 uh, to in, intense menstrual cramps on this person what? that none of us knew. So he was really mature. Is yeah, what he was saying. real grown up dude. Yeah, yeah, really like showcasing what an adult he is, uh, and that was incredible uh, and <laughs> terrible. One guy gave a like a reading. It was like a poetry reading that was all actually was the best thing of the night. That was all about being in the kitchen, but was also clearly all about sex. <laughs> and there were some lines that, as he was reading them, I saw him breaking because he's like, "This is so, this is so cheese." Uh, something about reaching his hand in the oven <laughs> at one point, and he just made a face. He's like, "Oh God!" Yeah. <laughs> like I know this isn't <laughs> this gonna is fly. Bad, yeah, yeah. But where I'm going to with sticking this? sticking my dick in the pie of your love. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the best parts of this came at the very end, which was the host, who the whole time had been doing a terrible job of stringing this thing together, Yeah. Uh, at one point stops and does, uh, what is that, where they, is it Tai Chi, where they all gather in the park to do, like, hand gestures? And yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, Tai Chi. He does a guided sort of Tai Chi session for an audience of, like, no one who's standing. No one wants any part of this. Uh, if, I, if I wanted to be healthy, I wouldn't be eating a, at a fucking hot right, dog place. Exactly. <laughs> it, it didn't have a purpose for anyone in the room but him. Like, do you see me? I've got, I've got like coleslaw, spaghettios, and and fried crickets on this thing. Like, right. I'm not here to fucking center my chakras or, right. or whatever shit. Uh, and, and then he closed the evening. The best part of this, and this is why, really, why I wanted to tell you this, is that at the end of it. He, he tells everyone, all right, well, we're going to open this up for discussion. Because he had hinted earlier, I just want to open this up to talk politics. At the end, and Christy starts going, oh, God, no. I can't. And I'm, like, getting hype. I'm like, yes, this is going to get so weird. This is going to get so fucking weird. I can't wait. This is going to get insane. And nobody else wants this to happen but me. And um, he, he doesn't do that. It, what he does is he says, I just want to... You know, like, ask the room, like, what do you think consciousness is? Like, what is... <laughs> and, you know, if anyone wants to come up and just tell me what you oh, think God. consciousness is... See, this is why I don't go downtown anymore. I know. Because it's full of these fucking cunts. I know, just, right? like, like, I know. They want to just impose their their dumb, hippie college bullshit it's just, on well, you. It's like Hundreds I, of Youngstown's next Aristotles, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Everyone, it, this belongs on I Am Very Smart, actually, is where it belongs. And a guy comes up, one of the guys who just did a reading that also wasn't particularly great, and he tells everyone, I think consciousness is just like this, like, it's like an infinite tesseract that you can just, like, 
look at all these ways and like totally like go through or I don't know what Whoa! exactly. Do you think this guy smokes weed? <laughs> <laughs> that dude definitely smoked weed. Bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. He says the most nonsense thing. Specifically, I remember Infinite Tesseract because I'm like, okay, you're fucking bullshit. Yeah. And then the um, new album from Nickelback, Infinite <laughs> Tesseract. And when he leaves the stage, the guy, the host, is still calling for. As we're leaving, he's still calling for people to come up and say what they think consciousness is, and no one really, no one answers the call. And as we're going out, he's basically saying, "Well, you know, like this is this is all I got. Like I don't know if you guys." Want to talk about something else? <laughs> Consciousness is the. <laughs> oh are, you guys, are you guys done or? Yeah, it's because I didn't really have anything else. Now, I'm not really in. Really you just gave the fuck up. Uh, now I'm not like some of the other teachers you may have had in the past. I believe a class should teach itself. Yeah. Oh my god! Just... We're gonna form a circle, introduce <laughs> ourselves, tell us something special, something that makes you unique. <laughs> This sounds like Scary Terry's son at the, <laughs> the end of that Rick and Morty episode yeah. where he's a teacher. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, Scary Terry was my father or whatever. Yeah. Mr. Terry or whatever yeah. he says. Um, yeah, no. So that was one of the weirdest things I've ever attended. And it was so great because I, every single thing that was coming up next I knew was going to be bad. And almost without exception, they all were. Well, there's something about the inability to read a room. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... like Get the, get the right vibe. You know what I mean? I think that's... You know what? Actually, that's all of our stories. Pretty <laughs> yeah. much so far. This yeah, the, more or less. The full inability to uh, to, sure. to read the room... And, and adjust. Move, and adjust accordingly. You know <laughs> yeah. exactly what's going on and know when to shut the fuck up. Yeah. What was the point? He was just a guy hosting a, like an open mic it, poetry night? It was supposed or? to be an open mic poetry night, but it basically turned into, hey, everyone's got five minutes to do whatever. Right. Uh, most of it didn't qualify as poetry, and nearly all of it didn't qualify as entertainment. Sure. Well, I mean... I'd say 90, maybe 90% of all the poetry ever written, not published, but ever written, yeah. doesn't qualify as poetry. Sure. No, it really sure. doesn't. It's fantastic, like like people's forced rhymes sure. and the awkwardness uh, of it. Stop. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, shit that irritates me, uh, especially in music... Uh, rhyming the words strife and life, uh-huh. and uh, comparing uh, comparing existence or life in general to a river or a road or some other kind of <laughs> means of transportation. Stop doing it. It's a shitty metaphor. Sure. It's super easy. It's you know, way too and, easy. Like, you notice all the best rappers don't have to do that shit. Yeah, like yeah. They're, they're they're really good at like these Dylan-esque rhyme within rhymes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you don't have to do that kind of garbage to. Yeah, like, right. I'm thinking about a Nas line. All right, like okay. uh, true in the game. As long as blood is blue in my vein, I pour my Heineken brew to my deceased crew on memory lane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they kind of like rhyme within a rhyme. Like if you're gonna do it, yeah. Like if you're gonna make something rhyme and try and be poetic about it, do it right and and make it have some kind of. Like, There's no more off-putting it. thing than a really shoehorned rhyme. Oh yeah, where you know a guy was just like, "Yeah, this is good." Well, and like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I took in in my college career, I took poetry classes with all the the main poetry professors, your dad included, mm-hmm. and the best he was my first class, and I remember the first rule that he taught me was, you know, it doesn't matter, like if if you can't find <laughs> if you're trying to make a rhyme and you can't find a rhyme, 
Don't rhyme it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it's poetry. It doesn't make a difference. It's what you're writing. You know what I mean? Like what? Uh, what? I, the, one of the first things I learned in in my poetry class was, uh, and it, it, the more I thought about it, the more it made sense. Is that unless you really, really know what you're doing, using rhyme and meter makes your poem sound like like sing songy. It makes mm-hmm. it sound kind of silly. Yeah, yeah. Um, rhyme should be invisible. Here we go. Sure, Love yeah. This is stupid, yeah. Yeah, know. unless you're like Robert Frost, right. you should probably not just well, stay away from everybody rhymes. that makes me sad because like uh, there's a lot of like uh, literature lovers in this room right now. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. a every, lot a whole lot of them. Every, a whole lot of them. There's at least two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least. At least. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like uh, I don't know. That's everybody's bare bones perception of poetry is that you got to yeah. make it rhyme, and it's got to sound stupid, mm-hmm. and that and that it's got to touch on some deep hidden truth no. of life. You could write a fucking poem about about sh- uh, like chicken wings, absolutely. Yeah, and if it was if it was good enough and clever enough, it would take off. I actually, have a good poem in mind about chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> like, look look yeah. at fucking I think uh, Lee Boyle wrote it. Look at uh, fucking Shel Silverstein. Sure, you know. Fucking, uh, fucking guy writes poems about like having a bad hair day or, or like you sure. know, yeah. uh, 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 you know, a, uh, you know, whatever the fuck, like like finding a dead bug on the road. Sure, or, you know, like right. one of one of my favorite poets is somebody I know. It's Corey, mm-hmm. and she routinely writes poems or used to write poems about uh, being drunk and yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean? not knowing where you're at. One night downtown, and it always is incredible to me every time I read something that she writes because it's yeah really good. It's it's like um, I don't know like I know he, he poetry wasn't his like main trade, but like like Hemingway yeah you know it's like you you know you get it right away. Hemingway wants to tell you that war sucks and sure. you know <laughs> nobody appreciates uh, the people who who put themselves through it. Um, but like, it's, it's, it's not that it's, it's the way he writes. It's how, it's how it comes across. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember where I, where I heard this, but it was, uh, 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 science is, uh, explaining something nobody knows in a way that everyone understands. Poetry is explaining something everyone knows in a way that no one understands. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's cool. I've never heard that said. That's The more universal... Uh, a poem is the I, I feel the better it it does or or if it's if it's a if it's a sensation that maybe not everyone has experienced if if it comes across the right way yeah. like like proof rock you know that's yeah. every everyone's been in that in that poor sad sex shoes everyone's everyone's felt like they've been that guy before <laughs> Talking of Michelangelo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's something that I bet half the people listening to this are <laughs> like, like what? Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? Uh, Tennyson's Ulysses. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Anything that James Joyce has ever written ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. It. Universal experience. You know. Um, it's funny. Every generation has to relearn what poetry is. It's like this weird thing where like. Scientific knowledge accumulates, but poetic knowledge doesn't. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? 
So, like, every generation has to remind themselves over again that the old classics that they think constitute real poetry right. aren't real poetry in the sense that, like, they're not the only way to do real poetry. We're in a right. different. We're in a different time now. Yeah, like you can, you can, you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, uh, follow the sort of, you know, what what, what was popular. 40 or 80 right. or 100 years ago yeah, the in order only, to be writing real poetry. There's not really a formula to poetry. There's only what right. what the times dictate uh, yeah. as far as taste. Yeah. Um, as far as what, what appeals to to the ear. But that's yeah. why you have people writing sing-songy, rhymy bullshit is because for some reason that knowledge doesn't accumulate you uh, know, about what constitutes... It goes back to what they teach you in high school. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, and the worst... The worst is when people not only do the like the sing-songy, rhymey, you know, iambic pentameter shit, but try to include like you know, eighteenth century, like you know, like <laughs> thou or or, or yeah. uh, you oh, know, fine. yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. Um, I, I get really annoyed with or I used to, I used, ER when I first started I and I had your uh, yeah. I had your dad in poetry class. I used a word. That was it. Was betwixt. I used the word, betwixt. <laughs> and he was like, he was like oh, "I can imagine what is reality." He said, "He said, don't do that." <laughs> yeah. he's, like, he's like, "This is really good, but don't do that." Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to. Yeah. you don't have to do that. That's and I'm like, funny. "Yeah, you know what? I don't have to do that." That's, right. I was just trying to. Like, who am I? Who am I impressing with this? Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It, poetry. Poetry is is, uh, I think, a lot like. It, it should follow a lot of a lot of the conventions of actual speech. Don't, in other words, don't use ten dollar words. Don't don't throw out ten dollar words in your poems. No, yeah, but you know. describe it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The only reason people ever wrote like that is because they talked that way. Right. right. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, a a good metaphor or a good image is a thousand times better than Absolutely. than you know a word like obsequious or yeah. or you yeah, know right. Uh, Fucking uh, <laughs> effervescent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I guess we've talked about poetry a long yeah, time. Yeah, sorry. Do we, <laughs> we have more awkward events um, or awkward places? I have one that's it's not maybe it's awkward. It's definitely awkward, but it's it's a little more funny than anything. Um, okay. So this was this actually happened at a good event. We were it was a when I was in high school we used to have a lot of parties. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we used to. <laughs> what are you trying not to say, buddy? Suck each other's we, we dick. Not to say. I don't know why I care. We used to smoke a lot of pot when I was yeah, in high like, school. We used to smoke all... all Christopher! Right, yeah. Wait, a, you act a, like this hasn't I been know, discussed. I know. I, I used to smoke a lot of pot when I was in high school, and all my friends used to smoke a lot of pot when we were in high my school. My image I of don't, you is... I don't know why I care. I don't anymore. My, yeah, you know my I mean? image like, of you has been completely right, shattered. Right, right. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> no, but when, I was, when we were in high school, we used to smoke a lot of pot, and we used to have big parties, and... You know what I mean? Hang out. And one friend in particular, this, yeah. is, this is another friend that we've talked about on the show, <laughs> whose name will remain nameless. His name, his his name, name is his nameless. Name, his name is nameless? His name is nameless. He's nameless? So or his name is nameless? His name is nameless. We, I didn't we'll know names him, had names. We're going to call him nameless from now on. <laughs> okay. So yeah. uh, we're at Nameless's house, and yeah. they have a lot of land at his house, and mm -hmm. they have a big barn at his house. Mm -hmm. So we used to have barn parties. I know, this and, per nameless person. Yes. So we used to have big <laughs> barn parties, and we used to, you know, uh, we basically we'd hang out in the barn, he'd bring a TV down, 
we'd smoke pot, we'd try to out, feed some of the cows. Right. We'd, we'd <laughs> hang out in the barn, we'd smoke some pot, we'd have fun, and we'd stay up all night. They would go to Sam's Club and buy an absurd amount of food. Like, a ridiculous, every time we'd have this party, like, we'd be cooking burgers or we'd be. You're talking 80 pizza rolls, 120 pizza I'm, I'm rolls? I'm talking this party that I'm talking about. He went to Sam's Club and bought 248 count packs of a snack pack pudding by Hunt's. And, and they were almost all gone by the end of the night. That's, that's what of, I'm talking that's about. That's a lot of pudding. That's a lot of pudding. Out of like eight pound bags of Swedish fish. You know what I mean? Like we would get all this shit and we'd party. You know what I mean? We never sure. So it was, it, was, it was the first day of winter break, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And it happened to be not cold but cold enough like it was it's one of those little higher winter or higher or higher or higher it was one of those ohio winters where it, it started later so it wasn't quite like snow weather yet but it was colder um so it was like in the four, low 40s and we're hanging out in the barn and there's no insulation this is just a fucking barn right yeah so like it's not finished or anything there's no space heater so they had like a little fire pit and I remember, like, the first thing they did when we were getting ready for the party, they started dragging this. It was one of those chimney fire pits where there's a hole in the front and then, like, a pipe up top, like sure, a stove yeah. pipe up top. And they dragged it into the barn. And I'm like, you can't do that. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you can't do that. We're all going to die of carbon monoxide poisoning. And it's going to suck all the oxygen out of the yeah, room. We're going to die. We're going to die. They're like, ah, oh, you're crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I said, look, you can do whatever you want. But uh, if you're going to have that in here, I'm going home. Because I'm not going to be dead in the morning. You know what I mean? And they're like, all right, fine. So, like, they're compromised. I'm like, why don't you just put it out on the front and we'll go hang out out there? Yeah. And their compromise was that they put it... it there was a garage on the back, like, a, a, a two garage doors on the back of this barn. Right? Yeah. And they they pushed it up against the side of the, the that open door and then shut the garage door on the lip of the... On the so, like, ha- so, like, half of the opening was inside and half was Correct. outside? Well, I mean, but, the, the, like, the, the carbon monoxide's going up. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Out of the chimney. And I'm like, you can't do that either... Because you're going to catch the barn on fire. Yeah. Right. And they're like, no, no, you weren't. You're crazy. And I'm like, like I'm like, we're not going to, I'm like, this, I'm like, this is okay. We're not going to die if you do this, but you're, you're going to, you know, catch your barn on fire. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And I, I just, I gave up. I stopped arguing. Yeah. So it's like, we're, we're sleeping on patio furniture basically out there. We're hanging out. We're, we're getting stoned. We're, you know, dicking around, Doing watching TV, doing, well. watching movies, right. Uh, you know, eating food. That's, that's all we did. And when I say party, I mean, like, we got stoned, we ate food, yeah. we played video <laughs> games, we watched TV, and we shot the shit for hours. You yeah. know, like, that's what we used to do. Like you do. Yeah. Sounds like a great party. So I got, they put on, they put on the TV show Dinosaurs. Do you remember the TV show Dinosaurs? I <laughs> certainly do. So I'm the baby. Yeah. Gotta love me. They put on the TV show Dinosaurs, and I'm, like, real stoned, and I'm like, I can't watch this. I'm like, I'm like, that's gotta be terrifying. It was terrifying. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I can't watch. This. Like, what are you talking about? You don't like dinosaurs? I'm like, no, I fucking don't like dinosaurs. I'm like, can we do literally anything else besides this? I'm like, I understand. Like, I sound like the bitch at this point because yeah. everybody's like, uh, you know, you know. Well, yeah, like all you've done at this point is talk them out of sure. killing themselves. But I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I can't, I can't watch this. And they're like, why not? I'm like, is this? freaking me the fuck out i don't want to watch this yeah so i just like it's like 2 30 in the morning i roll over and i go i just try and fall asleep so i yeah. roll over and i'm falling asleep cold on this patio furniture yeah and i'm like in and out of consciousness sure you know i mean i'm waking up i'm still still wake up you know 
smoke another bowl, go back to bed. You know what I yeah. mean? And uh, it had to have rolled around 3.30 in the morning or so. And I like wake up from the patio and I roll over. And another one of my friends is sitting in front of the... He's huddled, trying to get warm in front of the fire. And he's in a folding chair and he's up close to the, the pit, you know, getting the heat spin out. And I look to his right and I can see embers starting to form on the garage door. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, but I'm, but I'm high and I'm tired. <laughs> and I like, I like, I, I wanted to be like, Jesus Christ, we got to get that out of here. We're going to, we're going to burn the barn down. But all that came out was, hey, nameless, your barn's on fire. <laughs> and he's like, what? I said, hey, man, your barn's on fire. And he's like, what? And he like, and the second he like freaks out, and I'm like, it's, it's, it's on fire. <laughs> I like as I'm saying, I'm realizing I'm like, oh no, panic! Like, yeah. you know, like the barn's <laughs> yeah, on like, fire. You've said it enough that you go, oh wait, wait the wait, barn's the on, barn's fire. on fire. They, they, like, the gears just go about? like, <laughs> right, and I'm like, ah, ah. I'm like, oh, the barn's on fire. Yeah, and they're and like my my other friend's sitting in front of you know my other friend too, mm-hmm, you know, like, probably. Yeah. Um, but he's sitting in front. Of, he's like, what are you, what are you talking about? And they like he stands up and they're looking. I'm like, look on the side of the garage there. It's it's embers. And they didn't even go outside. They're just like looking at it. They're like, ah, it's fine, man. It's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, no. I'm like, it's not fine. I'm like, finally, I'm like, I'm coming. I'm coming to my senses. I'm going, no, it's not fine. Like your barn is on fire. You know what I mean? And they're like, ah, it's okay. You're, you're just stoned. You don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, did they not see this? They didn't. They didn't see. It was just. It was. When I say embers, I mean just like real light. Like you could see. Yeah. Something was getting singed. Starting to catch. You know how they put that yeah. like brushy, you know, like sweeper kind of material at the bottom of the garage door? So yeah. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that was that was starting to get embery, right? Jesus. And I'm like, uh. and finally, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I just, I'm like, I'm stoned. I'm tired. I rolled over. I went back to bed. So comes <laughs> what? To, I, I, I was high and stupid. Okay. But like, but it wasn't like it wasn't like immediately burning the entire thing down. Yeah, and I figured someone would have the common decency to shake me awake if it did. If you were about to die, right? Exactly. So, <laughs> cut to the next morning. We wake up. We decide we were going to go to Waffle House, which is something we did a lot. Naturally, we wake up. You go to Waffle House, get some coffee in you, uh, get some you know, get some waffles, yeah. some greasy food, and we went there and we had a, a pretty okay meal at the Waffle House, and then. Uh, as we're leaving to pay, he gets a call from his stepdad. We're all 17 at the time. <laughs> he gets a call from his stepdad, and he's like, Nameless, you gotta you gotta get the fuck home right now. Uh-oh. And he's like, okay, okay. And I'm like, what's the matter? And he's like, I don't know. And we get there, and he's waiting for, his stepdad's waiting for us all at the end of the driveway. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and we walk out of the car, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, what? What's going on? And he's like, you guys just come with me real quick. Oh my god! So this we walk around. We walk around the side. We didn't. It's important to note we went out the opposite side of the barn on the way out. Okay, like not the side didn't where the fire plume it. was. Yeah. So we walk around the opposite side of the barn, and you can just see like the the fire pit is still shut in the garage door. Yeah. All the embers are but out from and, the outside. But from the outside. There's this embery black charcoal oh. <laughs> all the way up the side of the barn uh, on the garage door. Uh. And and his stepdad's looking at us, and then we all look at each other, and, and they're, they're, they went like this. And then they all look at me, and we started laughing. It was so, it was just so, like, fall over laughing. It was so funny. And I'm like, I told you! I'm like... <laughs> And, uh, like, even his stepdad thought it was funny. Yeah. So, like, he had to pay, 
like two thousand oh, dollars to fix. God. Like, oh, and when yeah. I say he, I mean my friend had to yeah, had right. to pay. Uh, this, like they're naturally. not gonna pay for that. You fucked it up. But that could have cut. That could have fucking killed I people. Yeah. I know. I know. Oh my I know. god. But but it was just one of those like there was a, the oh, we all and everybody got real quiet <laughs> and then they all looked at me like in unison. Yeah. And I was like. Yes. To be young and dangerous. I know, again. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that was pretty awkward. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I guess ooh. I guess so. Sorry about your gigantic barn on this piece of property that could have killed us all. Nothing yeah. is worse than getting that call. Yeah. Of, you need to come home now because right now. something has happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like terrifying. Definitely awkward. Anyone else have a, another awkward story? Mm-hmm. Hmm. The only thing I can think of is just remembering middle school dances. Yeah, I never sure. went. You, 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 you never went to any of those? I never went to high school dance. I never went. I went to them exclusively to stand against the wall with all my guy friends and be like, yeah, we're not part of this, exactly. Mm. It was just such an awkward experience. But I don't know that it merits telling any stories. Yeah, you know what? I just <laughs> I, I never felt the need. Here's what I tell people is that uh, we threw the parties that everybody went to after those events, yeah. So oh, like yeah. that was that was the you know yeah that, that was, was where it was that was where was the real party was. Because I had people you know, ask me like, are you going to the dance? I'm like, no, I'm not fucking going to the dance. No, I'm going to be super high. I'm going to the dance. By the time you guys get to the party, I'm going to be really stoned and I'm going to be playing beer pong. So <laughs> yeah. this this does remind me of of, uh, of something. Um, I didn't go to my high school prom. Um, yeah. uh, I didn't have a date. Okay. Um, oh. In retrospect, I'm I'm pretty glad I didn't go because it, it wouldn't have been my kind of thing. They're not, not much. They're, sure. they're, they're not much. So me and me and uh, me and a couple friends of mine, uh, like my closest friends in high school, we decided to go to the Taco Bell in Boardman instead. Okay. Um, and now we that's now that's <laughs> the party. Yeah. We we <laughs> spent um, <laughs> we we spent the night out. Uh, one of them got a uh, you know one of those uh, little twenty five cent plastic rings from the machine and went around to the girls in the Taco Bell proposing to them with it. Nice. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of sweet. So it was fun. So we we were we just we just stuffed ourselves on tacos and as we were about to leave, we see lying in the parking lot one of those uh, yellow cement traffic bollards that you know are supposed to keep you from you know driving into the building or whatever. Yeah. It's just laying there. Just on the on the ground, and and so for no particular reason, we we decided we were going to steal it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Just to, to have a souvenir. Yeah. So we're getting ready to load this thing up into like like one of our buddies left to go get a pickup truck, and we're you know we he comes back and we're we're about to we're trying to figure out all right who you know I'll get this end and you get this end and, <laughs> and uh, this this guy. Pulls up uh, this guy in a van with with a young kid, um, who I, I assume I hope was his son, and uh, <laughs> so. Gosh, I hope so. So so he pulls up and he and he and he, and he says, <clears throat> "Hey, you boys trying to fix that?" Yeah. And and you know we're we're standing we're sitting there like you know getting yeah. ready to lift this yeah, thing. Yeah, of like, course. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And it turns out this dude just has a shitload of cement in the back of his van, and like this is what he does for a living. He's a cement guy. He's like he does like driveways and shit. No shit. Yeah. And so we spend the next while. Like we we actually have to go into the Taco Bell and get a bucket of water to mix this fucking cement. We we go to where the post hole is, mix the cement, 
the whole time he's talking about like like this dude this dude knows a freakish amount about cement like like he's talking to us about the Hoover Dam and and like you know the cement they used to build it and it was really really weird but by the end of it we had we had pour, mixed poured and set cement and put the bollard back in place. That's awesome. <laughs> and so and so he left. We we thanked him and said goodnight and. and <laughs> yeah, and, and then we like turned to each other like, did, did that happen? Yeah. What, what, the, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Do we just fix the thing we meant to steal moments ago? That's awesome. That's it, actually, was, it was so strange. Makes for, makes well, for trying story. to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> of course we are. Why yes. <laughs> what does it look like we're doing? <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. So that, that was how I spent prom night. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Not bad. Not bad. I like that. Probably better than any actual prom night, to be yeah, honest. It was, Honestly. It, was, it was far more interesting, for yeah, sure. There's yeah. no, like, uh, teenage drama going on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. You're not uh, at an event you desperately want to get out of right. just to have sex instead. Right, exactly. Becky <laughs> has the like... nerve to wear the same dress as me. Right. You're not like going in there hoping you're going to cop a feel and then leaving at the end of the night disappointed because you didn't cop a feel. God, I don't miss that part of being young. No, me either. I don't. The, no. the constant machismo nope. struggle to grab a boob. At this point, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I had my 30th birthday this year. I We're don't miss being it, a young man struggling wrong. like right. crazy. Fuck it. It's right. Yeah. I guess that does it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I feel, I feel like we, we've, we've arrived at a good thesis here. I think, yeah, absolutely. Which is uh, by Mangosteen in large quantities. <laughs> Mangosteen, the miracle fruit, it'll render your cancer moot. <laughs> And that's a rhyme. Yeah. Ooh. That's 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 poetry. Yeah. Oh god, I got a wicked leg cramp. Oh, that's chaos. That's I gotta chaos take theory. a wicked fart over here. <laughs> you got the worst leg cramp in the world. Oh, oh no. well, well, while we while we sort this out and call the medics, uh, <laughs> enjoy this this ah! stuff that we put together. Whatever it is, whatever ah! it might be, and we'll be back. Today I'd like to talk to you about one of the greatest threats facing young Americans today. Gee, mister, is it communism? No, Billy, it's not communism. You see, it's the silent menace that threatens us all every day of our waking existence. The threat of sudden, explosive, inexplicable diarrhea. A liquidy protrusion of feces from the human anus. Well, gee, mister, diarrhea sounds bad. That it is, Billy. Why, just look at young Chris here, going to buy a bike. Little does he know, the brown menace is about to rear its ugly, disgusting, fetid head. Hey, how's it going? Hey, welcome to my bike shop. I sell bikes here. Oh, that's, that's really Do great. You want, are you interested in one? I am interested in one. That's why I came into your bike store. That's great. I'm glad you clarified that you sell bicycles. That's all I have. Oh, that's good. All I sell is bikes. Well, that's good because that's exactly what it's I was It's a bicycle for. shop. Did I mention that? I did mention that. <laughs> I was looking for like a tandem, like a two-seater, you know, me and then oh. whatever kid I happen to pick up on the side of the road. That's my Okay, opinion. I'm going to gloss right past that and just focus on the kind of bike you good. said. Be sure that you do, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tandem, two-seater. Uh, make sure the, the back seat is really, you know, really 
arrow. Oh, I want it to be right. Want it to go there. right up inside. Right up in there. Wow, right that's up in there. foul talk, actually. It's and really I'm gross. really embarrassed you mentioned it. Just, just continue to gloss right over that. This is a family shop. I hope you know. I hope you know this. Yeah, I do. That's it's why for, fa- for, fa- for families. That's why I'm the getting. One bike. That's why I'm getting a tandem because mm. I want. Uh, I want. I want to have a little boy behind me. Okay. I mean, you know, I don't want to have a little boy behind me. If anything, I want to be behind the little boy. Of course, sir. Of course. The customer is always something. Let's go have a look over here. Yeah, let's see. We have some nice tandems here. Over. I like this. This was the green, the one with the green in it. Oh, this looks really nice. I think, I think, I really like this. It's good. It's paralleled only by the one with the blue in it. Can I, can I? Can I see that one down? Can you pull it down? Yeah, you pull it down? sure. Of, of course. That's what I, yeah, I'm a bike proprietor. Oh, what kind of excellent. a proprietor would I, of bikes would I be? Excellent. If I didn't, if I wasn't too. Here we, here we go. There's, hold on, just messing with the bike parts. Wow. There we go. Well, that and bike sounds like it's made out of glass bottles. It isn't, though. It's not. Oh, that's good. That would be a safety hazard. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's pure aluminum and the finest, actually. Good, good. Yeah, yeah uh, we'll, we'll have a seat. Yeah, sure. Let me let me take a seat on here. Mm-hmm. The insidious part about diarrhea is not its smell, nor the rapid rate of its spread. It's the suddenness with which it pierces your anal cavity, spraying like a great geyser into the confines of your jean shorts. Now let's observe, Billy, how exactly the brown menace spreads. Oh, man, let me, just, let me just get a seat on uh, here. Yeah. And Hop on there. Oh, that, yeah, that looks pretty comfortable, it's, right? Oh, it's, it's, sorry, oh, I'm sorry. Is, is there something wrong? Oh no, not again. Oh, you're making a, oh, you're making a face. Is everything all right, oh. sir? Sir, I'm so. Oh. oh no, what's happening? Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh, it's all. Oh no, not on the blue one. Oh god! That's the that's the more expensive of the oh. ones that I have. Oh god, it smells like corn. Oh no, it's terrible. Oh god. Jeez, jeez, oh. get in here. Oh god, it's all over. Jeez, together. A sudden sense of dread as though you are about to meet an untimely death. Visions of God. A sudden secretion of blood from several orifices. In the event of a diarrhea-related emergency, remember the acronym POOP. P. Plan your escape route ahead of time. O. Observe all available exits. O. Organize your thoughts. A panicked mind is a doomed mind. And P, proceed to exit the establishment. Gee, Mr. Pleasantby, I sure hope I never get diarrhea. Right you are, little Billy. No American should have to bear the shame of 
uncontrolled bouts of diarrhea. And yet, as with the changes in your voice and the strange feelings you get when you look at your math teacher, diarrhea attacks are simply a part of growing up and accepting adult life. I'm always excited. I'm always excited. I'm always Ugh. excited. Sexual. High excited. Aroused. Hi. I'm dead. Uh, dad. <laughs> Welcome back yeah. to Three Dudes Cast. Uh, hope dad you enjoyed jokes. whatever we put in the middle there. Yeah. Did we have something? We I have something. Okay. Yeah, well, we're gonna. Well, it was great, whatever it was. It was. It is the top of the pops, whatever it might. It was be. sure. I, I I laughed pretty hard. Yeah. I I I I busted a kidney <laughs> with how hard I was laughing. Now. uh... Our recommendations are, are what's next, and it's time uh, to recommend things. And uh, it's it's a good segue because uh, uh, on the note of uh, our little uh, sketches that we put in between the segments here, yeah. um, last week we had a real bitch of a time trying to find uh, the classical song that you heard in the background oh, of the yeah. uh, Roger Sick Which Bastard spot. It's yeah, it's it's the first movement of Spring by Antonio Vivaldi. Yeah. Um, we had a really hard time. We forgot what it was, and we were remembering the wrong song. Yeah. And then we well, because I was like, "Is that? It's the Four Seasons." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were. We ended up uh, resorting to uh, Midomi. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we were con- we were confusing it with uh, uh, Baccarini's Minuetto, which goes. And and spring is. Uh, yeah, so we wanted we wanted we wanted fancy sounding music and and Minuetta might have done fine, but we really wanted Spring by Vivaldi. and so I decided to I decided to go back and, and listen through uh, Vivaldi's entire Four Seasons suite. It's beautiful, nice. and every one of those is recognizable. You've heard them all before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, uh, in one one form or another. The first movement of Winter yeah. is is super good. Um, it's 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 a it's a compelling uh, performance uh, because if you've ever wondered. If you've ever listened to like a really sick guitar solo where someone just absolutely shreds, and you're like, I wonder if there's any classical music like that, yeah. Vivaldi's Four Seasons absolutely. is that. If you've ever wanted to listen to a pro shred on a fucking violin, yeah, listen to, uh, listen to Vivaldi's Four Seasons. God, I should do that. Um, the 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 string talent required to play those pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like they say, you know, if you can play violin, you can play anything. Like, it's sure. notoriously difficult. Yeah. So to like hear, to hear people, you know, just like, just absolutely tearing the motherfucker yeah. apart. Oh, no, you know, yeah. watching people perform stuff like that is pretty nuts. It's mm-hmm. it's as compelling and exciting as any metal solo you've absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, if you if you want to if you want to hear some some violin music, you can really just like lose yourself in. Yeah. Um, Entire, I mean, it's not just violin; it's an entire string suite, of course. Sure. Um, I always thought it was amazing that those guys could write that and not play the instruments. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, that's incredible to me that people could just hear it in their head and know what it'll sound like. Yeah. yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you ever want uh, Antonio Vivaldi's Four Seasons, um, I don't, I don't have a specific uh, conductor or orchestra to recommend because I'm not 
that big into classical music. Yeah. But you have a favorite of the four? Um, winter. Uh, winter is. Yeah. Uh, Winter's coming. I've heard that. <laughs> it's been said. Um, it is known. It is known. <laughs> apart from being my favorite uh, part of of the entire uh, uh, piece. It is, it, it is also my favorite season in real life, yeah. uh, winter is. And um, uh, uh, the first movement of winter is, is probably my favorite part of, of the entire piece as a whole. Yeah. Um, it's very, it's very, it builds and it's very dramatic. It's, it's somber, but not too somber. Um, yeah. A little dark, a little foreboding. Um, but still, like, wildly energetic in, in the way that the rest of the... the the pieces yeah and it's it's just it's really really good you gotta you just listen to Vivaldi's four seasons I think I might do that because we when we were hunting through that we had like a big video of like the 100 most recognizable pieces of classical music right mm-hmm. we didn't even get to the Vivaldi until it had already been revealed to us that's what we were looking for yeah because they were in alphabetical order by the composer's name but there's a lot of classical music we popped through, and I went, you know, I kind of want to listen to this. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, it's one of those things that you've, even just listening to, like, watching Looney Tunes when you were a kid. Yeah. You've heard them before. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, you've heard pretty much, mo- like, if you get yeah. a hundred song compilation, you've heard yeah. 90% of them. You've, yeah. you've heard Minuetto. You know, Bugs Bunny sitting there in drag with a you know, tea party set up on a <laughs> right. stump in the forest. Yeah, you know? right. Um, you know, uh, uh, there's there's all the, uh, you know, the, the, the modern orchestral arrangements, too, that you hear in Ren and Stimpy. And, yeah, right. And those are all... Stuff out of, like, the 40s, 50s, 60s. <laughs> uh, heaving magpie, I think that's called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh, 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 the the Raymond Scott Quintet uh, powerhouse. Yeah, finding all of these songs like and and what they actually are and and the the context and the time they were written is is a real treat. That's a great so, recommendation. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah. Fine, I'll go. I'll go. I like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, I have. I was debating on which recommendations I wanted to make, so I'm, I'm going to do two. Okay. Uh, the first is I went back and listened to an album that I think has probably more so than any other album that I've ever heard in my life when I was a kid shaped the kind of music that I was into when I got older. Yeah, mm. uh, which is a lot, a little bit of everything. But this was kind of like my first introduction to rock music and songwriting and you know lyricism and catchiness. Um, my first concert when I was three years old was Local Heroes, the Michael Stanley Band. Okay, you know you guys know <laughs> no, Michael I, Stanley. I mean, I know of Michael Stanley. I don't so, think I can pick out a, a song of theirs. Okay, so Michael Stanley, for those of you who don't know. In the 70s and 80s, the Michael Stanley Band, it, it was like uh, Cleveland's Bruce Springsteen. Okay. It was, it was that heartland <laughs> rock and roll, you know what I mean? Like uh, songs for blue-collar people by blue-collar people about uh-huh. blue-collar people. I did And that. Uh, it's really good rock music. It's really good 70s and 80s rock music. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, in, it's, it's like in a, it's Bruce Springsteen-esque. 
except a little less folky. It's a little more like standard rock and roll. So the album and I that I used to know all the words to, top to bottom, there's 18 songs on it. It's their, it's it's one of their hits compilations, and it was the first one that came out. It was called Right Back At Ya, the best of the Michael Stanley band, 1971 through 1983, or something like that. Mm. Um, so there's some really good pieces of songwriting on there. I would say my favorite song that, that starts with a line about masturbation is <laughs> on there. There's a song called... How many of those are there? there well, okay. Uh, I don't want anybody else. When I think about you, I touch myself. All right, okay. Uh, think... She Bop by Cindy Lauper is yeah. about masturbation. Turning Japanese. Well, but uh, was, yeah. uh, is it Naughty Nikki, the Prince song? What is it? Dirt Naughty Nikki? Might be. Might be. She's masturbating in a hotel lobby yeah. in like the first three lyrics yeah. or something. <laughs> so like the, Okay, so the first lyrics of Midwest Midnight are... And I had... It took me until I was like seven or eight, seventeen or eighteen, to pick up on what he's talking Michael about. Michael Jackson's "Beat It." <laughs> 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 That's a masturbation <laughs> anthem. <laughs> <I've ever heard. laughs> they told him, "Don't you ever come around here." <laughs> Holy shit! Wait, we gotta deconstruct this yeah, shit. We need to. We need to look into these lyrics. <laughs> no, but the first lines of Midwest Midnight are, and again, it took me way too long to pick up on what he was talking about. Okay. Actually, I had to have my mom explain it to me. I'm okay. Like, what's he talking about here? And she's like, "Are you serious?" It's like, like what, the, what the, exactly? The, the lines are: uh, "With thirteen lovers, I hid beneath the covers, got staples in my hands for my time. With the radio low, so the folks don't know, I proceed with my passionate crime." And though somewhat obtuse, I'd been told this abuse would more than likely make me go blind. But with a heart that's aching, it's a risk worth taking, as true love, they say, is so hard to find. It's like, it's like, it's really, yeah, it's like, it's Holy like, shit, that's it's brilliant. This, it's really good, right? Wait, yeah. did you say, did you say 13 lovers? 13, at least he's got a magazine, he's flipping through the center oh, of the that, You know what, that right. would have thrown me. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah, but it's, yeah, the whole album is just Heartland Rock and Roll, and it's this. There's nothing more Americana. Than jerking off and trying right. to have nobody oh, figure yeah. out. Well, and there's like, okay, guys, you might whose names you might have heard of. Our friend Mike Gizmondi, uh-huh. uh, his his Fucking his ass. dad used to play bass in the Michael Stanley band. No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah he used to play bass. Gary Markaski, the Gary Markaski yeah, project, yeah, yeah. was lead guitar player for the Michael Stanley band in the seventies. Wow. So huh. it's like local. It's a bunch of like local guys. Tommy Dobeck on the drums. You know what I mean? Like, how well known were they beyond here? Uh, they had two national hits. Really? But here they were like rock yeah. royalty. Yeah. They still, to my knowledge, had the record. At the Cleveland Agora Theater, they sold out ninety thousand seats at the Agora in no Cleveland. Shit. Ninety thousand people went to, and that was a record. It was like ninety-two or ninety-three thousand people that's, went to go that's, see at one time. At one in the in nineteen eighty-one or nineteen eighty-two, they were like so beloved in Cleveland that they had the attendance record at the Agora, which is incredible. That For a is local incredible. band, like everybody yeah. loves Michael Stanley, yeah. and now, like if you go see Michael Stanley, you're gonna smell barbecue because they always play the Rip Burn Off, <laughs> you know, pretty frequently. I fucking love and they're Rip still Burn-offs. great. But I was three years old. I went to go. See, my my parents bought tickets to the Rip Burn Off to go see the Michael Stanley band, and I remember being on my parents' shoulders. And I remember people going like, "Wow, he knows all the words to all the songs," because it just you know, <laughs> that album is so good. Um, so two tracks on that album to listen to. Uh, Midwest Midnight's a really good one, yeah. uh, and Strike Up the Band, which is a song that they used to play to close out the night every night. It's nice. this real catchy rock and roll. Yeah, uh, and I have a second very brief recommendation that actually Dave suggested to me sometime last week. Mm. Uh, go go get 
hook yourself up with Google Play Music. Yeah. It's, it's like it's like serious XM, but you can skip the tracks, <laughs> and you can download whole albums and whole playlists to listen to on your own so it doesn't use your data. I got the family plan. It's 15 bucks a month. With that, you should have access to YouTube Red. Too. I do. I have YouTube Red now. So yeah. I can download videos. It no. came with it. Uh, so yeah, play music is like changing my life because I just been streaming like now. Yeah. From what I, I was told recently uh, that those um, those channels that come up that are like you know Bruce Springsteen topic or Madonna topic yeah, yeah. Are, are things you can get on Google Play. Correct. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can uh, get yeah. them and you can choose yes. tracks as, as opposed to listen to it like a radio. And then there's also thing. playlists that I don't know if the company like if Google built them or if people just built them and streamed them out there. Yeah. But like okay, the one that I've been listening to pretty much top to bottom is uh, '90s club bangers. And oh, it's yeah, just yeah, every yeah. fucking catchy rap song you remember from the 90s. <laughs> and it's it's great. Like, it's just, the station's kind of like XM, but if you don't like a song, you can skip it. I think they so. are Google-made. Where they'll be like, things like, you know, workout music. Or, sure, well, they have topics. Yeah. Like, workout music, They have, you can go by decade, you can go by mood, you know. Yeah. So do that. It's a really cool music streaming service, and I really like it. I've been having a lot of fun. The with big it. highlight is being able to download stuff to your device and with keep that. it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Every month that you're still paid up, you just keep sure. having access yeah. to it. Yeah, well, and I got three people on the plan, so instead of the normal ten bucks a month, I'm, I'm going to be paying five bucks a month for yeah. this service for, you know. Well, now you can hard. do that with Spotify as well. You can download on Spotify? I did not uh -huh. know that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, it, it's what it's called is make available offline. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so it downloads it, and then you can just play it without sure. anything. I think probably either one is really good to have. Yeah. I think just, Spotify would be like the, the, you know, that's what I was using. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do, and I, I do like Spotify. I just, I figure, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Sure, sure. But what I'm, sure, like I'm sure Play Music, everyone, Aubrey uses it, speaks mm. very highly of it. The one thing I like in particular about Play Music is I can also upload, I have all my albums that I ever acquired mm. <laughs> over the years <laughs> uploaded into my library as well. So there's stuff in there that Google sure. Play Music doesn't have. Sure. But I can pull up. I can, like I downloaded every episode of the Ricky Gervais show while they were on the satellite oh, radio. Yeah. And I have those all in my library and I can download and sure. sync those as well. Sure. Which is a nice it's like a side feature. It's not a yeah. Thing. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Rex? Um, I have one recommendation. It's a thing that I watched today. Okay. Um so uh, you guys probably heard about it. I know I talked to you a little bit about it. It's a movie called The Founder, and it stars uh, 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 Michael, Michael Michael Keaton about Ray Kroc. As Ray Kroc. I wanted yeah. to see this movie. Yeah, yeah. I well, really want to see this movie. Well, you're in luck because it's on Netflix now. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the, that's, I was waiting for it as well, because I, I, I heard a lot of things about how good he was in this, um, and everyone, I think everyone loves Michael Keaton, yeah. you know, ever since he came back, everyone just, you know, can't wait to see him in another thing, you know? Yeah. Um, this the, the movie was really, really great as far as uh, it portrays to me sort of like you can track the rise of McDonald's with the era that it happened in. Sure. Which is like, you know, the original McDonald's restaurant by the McDonald brothers is this place that they specifically and carefully engineered to be super fast with a very short menu. You know, affordable and m more than anything, like family-friendly, wholesome, yeah, charming kind of environment, right. right? Which is, on some level, you know, for the less cynical, I guess, what it still represents today for the less cynical of us. I think most of us kind of look at that and go, yeah, it's you know, maybe, not anymore, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But for, for the less cynical, I do think it's still regarded as, like, a family place of, like, you know, like a value and it's quick and all yeah. that. Um, and I feel like it, 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 it almost couldn't have happened in any other era. Because mm. the whole idea of, you know, these brothers with their, their, you know, what they wanted out of the place was in contrast to, like, drive-ins. Right. With a bunch sure. of teenagers listening to bop music and making out in the cars yeah. and all this shit, you know, like, what they wanted was something different. Yeah, can I get a fucking, uh... Yeah, right. <laughs> what are you bringing the McRib back? <laughs> Just bring it back and keep it! Uh, yes, I would like a garbage bag full of chicken McNuggets. <laughs> but great, that'll be five dollars. <laughs> and, and so I think this movie, what it does really well is show that just like all of our idealized no notions of family-friendly, wholesome things, there's a cynical, dark Absolutely. underbelly to all this shit. Absolutely. Oh, totally. Including the way that the company came to rise, sure. the way that Ray Kroc, you know... Swindled them out of the company. Ruined them, yeah. basically. Or the, or the time that Ronald McDonald snorted coke off that hooker's ass. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Ugh. That was a McDonald land scandal. Yeah. <laughs> remember Grim when Grimace watched? Remember when Mayor McCheese Talk got about assassinated? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mayor McCheese assassinated. Not many people know this. Country but McDonald land mourns. Hamburglar in custody. Yeah. Now, not now, not many people know this, but. The Hamburglar is actually sick. He's he's got he's got kleptomania. It's an obsession. Yeah, right. It's like a form of OCD. You right? know, back in those days, they didn't know. They and just treated him like the, a downright criminal. The poor the poor Hamburglar before he before he puts that mask and the jailbird suit on, yeah. he's got to wash his hands like twenty times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really it's and sad. Grimace binge eats and hates his life. <laughs> and poor Grimace only has half a half a brain. He's like Lenny in Of Mice and Men. <laughs> but uh, I, I super recommend this movie yeah, for a it. number of reasons. But but definitely uh, his performance as Ray Kroc is so good. Yeah. Oh, um, Michael Keaton's incredible. He's yeah. he's really great. And uh, well, he's he's batting a thousand. The last three movies, you know what I mean? I know. Birdman was incredible. Uh, uh, Spotlight. Incredible, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. So I, I was actually rooting for Michael Keaton for for the founder. Yeah, no, it's, it's really great, and uh, it's good entertainment. It, you know, sort of like it, it's uh, it's just a little bit of it's a little bit of a reminder that uh, that uh, you know that, that that was an era when you could do things like that when sure. America was kind of uncharted in a way. That was something I learned in history class was yeah. Ray Kroc swindling the McDonald's brothers. That was like a tenth grade history. They taught us about Ray Kroc yeah. Yeah. doing that. Yeah. Bonus points for Nick Offerman as one of the McDonald brothers. If you didn't know that, oh okay. man, really? Nick Offerman is fucking great in this role, <laughs> uh, especially when he's got to be on the phone with Ray Kroc arguing and yeah. you will do as we say because they have a contract and all that and. He's, I don't know. It's really, really I'm good. I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it. Super yeah, recommend actually. it. Yeah. Take your disgusting meat patty and get out of my face, son. <laughs> There's a lot of real Ron Swanson moments yeah. that come out of them trying to maintain a quality restaurant as he's trying to cheapen and expand it. Yeah. You know, that whole, like, uh, this is the way that we do things. The You know, the right way kind of thing. Yeah. Some real Swanson-esque What moments. an idea. Doing things the right way and not trying to cheapen stuff and expand it. <laughs> Well, you'll yeah. I'll tell you what. If you watch it, I think you'll get a big insight into exactly how all that happened. And uh, I don't know. It's good. It's really good. Yeah. So watch the founder. Super fun. It's on Ooh. Netflix. Get it. 
All right. Uh, Gosh, have we hit the end of the show already? We have, yeah. What yeah. fast tonight. Yeah. yeah cool. Went really quickly. Did we learn things? Probably well, not. What did we learn? Uh, I learned that you need to just use some goddamn common sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, just use some common sense. Once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. I mm-hmm. learned uh, I learned eat prom and fuck mangosteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's pretty good. Uh, I, I learned don't buy into any business opportunity if it happens at someone's birthday party. <laughs> or if it's shaped like a triangle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah just turn my, it. My uh, God. Turn it 180 degrees? Yep. My God. My God. Uh, I, I learned that you need to watch those fat beats when Grandma goes down. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, if Grandma hits the floor, the music stops. That's it. Next, she hit the floor. Next thing you know, everyone, everybody, everybody at the reception was huddled around her trying to save her life. <laughs> she, they weren't. Everyone, everybody peeping that ass. She on the dance floor, <laughs> broke it, doing the stanky leg. By which I mean her ankles broke. Yeah. <laughs> That's not funny, but it is funny. It was, it was, it was, it was a little funny. Keeping grandma's ass out on that dance floor. Kicking it old school. Right? Oh, God. Peeping grandma's Twer- ass. That's just, can we just make that what we learned? Twerking through retirement. Peeping grandma's ass. Peeping grandma's ass. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, I wrote that poetry is way harder than... Prohibition era booty. <laughs> I wrote that part, uh, poetry is way harder than it looks, and not everyone should do it. Maybe you shouldn't write it. Maybe <laughs> yeah, you're not I, that I, good at it. I, I, I have, have it too. I, I have that, but uh, in a slightly more negative tone. Poetry is easy to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, right. I actually wrote a poem. So what I wrote is... Oh, really? You don't have to rhyme. Your poetry's fine. When you just let it flow... Like fresh flakes of breakfast cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. don't have to rhyme, don't, you don't have to don't rhyme. Yeah, that's it. Um, I put that uh, Diane Riemann, Dusty Rhodes equals I never have to work again. <laughs> uh, I learned that it's actually really easy to fall into the smoking and drinking trap. Because mm. uh, we're, I think, uh, I think we should do a smoking and drinking episode. Yeah, we and should. We should have a, uh, a cigar and uh, a very special a three, very special dudes, three dudes smurping and dorping extravaganza. Maybe the maybe uh, in the next couple of weeks we'll, yeah. we might see that. Might yeah, see that'd that. be nice if we could get together, even maybe some more people all at once. Sure, and have a big like a tasting, like yeah, a, a big episode. Yeah, yeah that'd be, be cool. Good. Maybe maybe you'll see that. Fucking Smur- eye, smurping, derping. Uh, God, that's all I learned. Uh, I have one more on here. I have, if you're not Eminem, the Beastie Boys, or Macklemore, don't be a white rapper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Exercise caution. Your your whiteness is still a disqualifier. Mar- you have to be Mar- really Mar- good. Yeah. Yay or nay? Uh, depends on the funkiness of the bunch at the time. Mm. Got those good vibrations! <laughs> Hey, Good Vibrations is another song about masturbation. Yeah, it is, yeah. Is it really? No. That's, <laughs> could be. I was going to say, I have no idea. I can believe it. I can believe most things are about masturbation. Certainly anything that Mark Wahlberg penned. <laughs> a, a chronic masturbator, as we all know. <laughs> yes. Mark Wahlberg, chronic masturbator. <laughs> what drives a man to such masturbation? 
<laughs> I'm sure there's a cautious 50s PSA about that out there yeah. somewhere. Oh, too. I bet. Oh, yeah, we watched that fucking uh, oh. anti-homosexual PSA. That's, oh, man. You uh, never know when the homosexual may be about. <laughs> what Johnny didn't know was that Ralph was sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. They have the gall to call it a fucking mental illness. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the time, I'm sure the DSM said so, too. Yeah. Oh, man, history sucks. Yeah, I can't uh, wait for the future to get here and obliterate the present. Yeah, that's going to be great. Well, I mean, actually, the the present or the future might be uh, nothing. That's like, true. <laughs> might be nothing. Kim, Jong, Kim Jong-un might fly a pack of gum over with a nuclear warhead in it. <laughs> kill us all. Guided by a Sega dream. It would be our luck. Like, he's aiming for New York City. And he yeah. just misses and hits Youngstown. Yeah, that could happen. We're like on the way. Yeah, you know. It's like it's like it's literally just one of those fucking uh, wind-up propeller airplanes mm. with, <laughs> with just. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like like fifty of them, and then like a warhead like being carried on a string, <laughs> duct taped onto it. Yeah. It's like that yeah. that, that what the, the, that warfare uh, whatever that that war exercise where they just send bats in with shit on them. Yeah. Whatever that was. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. We tried to send uh, bats with firebombs strapped to their legs into Japan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Ooh. Stupid. <laughs> War is dumb. Yeah. Everyone's dumb. We're all dumb. Everything's dumb. Let's you just get what, to the future. You know already. what you need to do is just drink a beer, jack off, and go to bed. And that's the three dudes promise. Three dudes promise. We're gonna drink a beer. We're all gonna, gonna jack, jack off, off, and then we're gonna go to bed. That's the dream. It's the dream. Next time on Three Dude Show, <laughs> Drog's gonna be hosting. <laughs> and I promise you. <laughs> On the next episode, there might not be anything insightful or valuable. We probably won't learn anything of any importance. There might be some talk of jerking off. America! But what we do do promise is beer. Beer, smoking, smoking cigarettes, and, and dick jokes. Because that's what you've all come to us for. And that's what we promised to provide. Nad to Harry Nad. <laughs> See you next week, everybody. <laughs> Oi! Bye. Bye. I don't know if I was supposed to play it straight or not. We're not shooting for the Tonys here.